This is On Brand, a podcast where we discuss the ideas and antics of one Russell Brand. I'm Al Worth, and each week I go through an episode of Brand Show with my co-host, Lauren B. Hi, I'm Lauren B. And since it's Christmas, I'm going to do a little different, something a little different. Al is here to tell the story, and I am here for the food. Actually news, (laughs) but it'll make sense in a little bit. Uh, yeah, Al's here to tell the story and I don't know what we will be getting into this week. Um, but I usually know it's not great, Mm -hmm. which is why we do the good thing before the bad thing. It is indeed exactly why we do the good thing before the bad thing. And what is your good thing before the bad thing this week, Lauren? A few listeners already know, uh, that are probably your backs hurt more these days. Maybe your neck is a little I'm, stiff because you're my age and you were raised by the Muppet Christmas Carol. Bow, 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 bow. <laughs> that Great is movie. my Great very, movie. very good thing. Uh, it's yeah, it's, it's, it's the holiday season mm-hmm. and um, yeah, I have reached the age of nostalgia uh for my mother was it's a wonderful life because it was rerun on tv all the time whenever she was younger and she was forming her own nostalgic kind of thoughts and feelings and i was a well when i was hatched and uh not so much born but hatched and then put in front of a television and raised Mm -hmm. by it uh by tv and the big soft vhs uh um cassette holders uh yeah now i have finally reached that age where nostalgia um ads and advertising is catering to me (laughs) (laughs) and yeah and actually it's really funny both of these movies um yeah and i (sighs) muppet christmas carol and it's a wonderful life not great to show your kids if you would like to indoctrinate them as subservient uh cogs in the soulless grinding misery of capitalism oh that's true yeah that that's that's true little I, don't, I don't think radicalizing don't think, moments for baby lauren <laughs> it's a wonderful life is not a movie for kids in general <laughs> I, I i dare say i i I don't, I don't think that should be shown I like Zuzu a lot. Nah, it's cute. I mean, yeah. It's, it's a different it's, time. It's a, you know, different What time, I also but. love is that Muppet Christmas Carol, like, addresses, like, this is too scary. Like, a couple yeah, of that, times that, that's in, fine. in the movie that's itself. Fine. Yeah. yeah. And also, yeah, yeah. like, I mean, they're throwing us a bone. Like, people of my generation, like, we're never going to get to retire or own a home. So you've let us have this. And that's great. <laughs> let us have this. Thank which you. <laughs> they kind of didn't like mm. Disney still kind of fucked it up. Um, I'm not one that normally cares a lot about pop culture things like who, which uh, who's Spider-Man this year. Like I soup, I can't be bothered to care. But, still Tom Holland, but Karen. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. You could say any name and I'd be like, sure. I bet he's great. Uh, but yeah, I, I was a very concerned member of the masses of millennials that were close to my age that watched Miss uh, Muppet Christmas Carol last year and were like, where's the fucking profoundly sad song that made me cry as a child? How dare you take that out of this movie? I, it's <sighs> Disney took this song out of this movie because it was so sad and yes it did break my heart and maybe traumatize me lightly so did the marley's 
a little there are some very scary parts of this movie <laughs> that like uh, the ghost of christmas future terrifying and also yeah, okay. awesome i feel like they probably put a little bit of that like love for horror into this like wonderful film mm. um and, but that is definitely like the sad song we yeah. still wanted it in there and like the version that is available now is without but i think around thanksgiving they released it with the original you know whole movie and the sad song right. that right. like here's the thing and this is what makes me Oh, livid. The song at the end doesn't make sense without the song in the middle. And I don't care how sad it is. It's the, <laughs> the love we found seems fucking random as shit without the song in the middle. And that's, I just still hate it. And I, it's so funny for me to like, I had this moment where I'm like, I care about a stupid pop culture thing that is inconsequential <laughs> to my life. But I felt <laughs> gaslit by Disney and I'm offended uh, to this day. How dare they lie to my fucking face, piss on my leg and tell me it's raining. <sighs> that's, no, but it's, 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 it's great that you are able to care that much about the thing. I think that that's, that's a positive way to look at it. And also it is a great movie, but do you know, my favorite thing about it. And, and I only really have appreciated this in the last couple of years is just how hard, yeah. how hard Michael Caine goes in that film. Like how that man is acting ball from start to, to finish. Wall. The he's goat, so good. The goat, he's so good he's in amazing. that film. I'm like, he's this is insane. This is insane. He he yeah. is delivering a Shakespearean level performance it's in so Muppet good. Christmas Carol. I'm like, this is well, this is also, phenomenal. Everyone that works with the Muppets, like all the all the actors and stuff that work with the Muppets, have nothing but like amazing. They like just rave about it. Like they're so yeah. thrilled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah and for sure specifically and i and i don't know if listeners will relate to this experience i feel like i was in just the right mental state and my dad's best friend helped us steal cable because he could he was an electrician <laughs> nice. he climbed up the pole helped us steal cable so i had more of a connection to jim henson than i would have with uh basic antenna tv that mm -hmm. later i did not have uh mm -hmm. so so Jim Henson died in 1990 and that's like one of my, like, <laughs> um, I, that's one of my first, like very visceral, like childhood memories. I was crushed. I was absolutely like, I was so, I, I like, I had an understanding. Um, I, I had a basic understanding of like my, my real dad. <laughs> and I joke about this like all the time. It's like my Jim Henson, my real dad was no longer with us. And, uh, and what that meant is I didn't get any more Muppet stuff and I didn't get the thing mm. that I liked. And it was, and I was so attached to the characters and therefore the person. Cause also he was, um, I mean, if you just watched, uh, Muppets, that's one thing, but the Jim Henson Muppet hour, he was on the show and he was right. like the thing on the show. Um, and that was, I was obsessed. I mean, my siblings being fraggles, of course, but like my, you know, TV dad. And I understood that like when he passed, um, it was crushing. It was heartbreaking yeah, for me. So hard. whenever, well, yeah, but there is something to be said for this movie in 1992 coming out and being an absolute triumph that is only aged better with time like it's such a good like um it is so to me it's so significant that his son like 
pulled through and like did it like rallied and did an amazing job and we still have fantastic muppet entertainment to this day to me it's very like yeah yeah you know and, and do, we're, do you know we're what, fortunate what, um, that it's still my, there. my my favorite when i was younger and and still is to a, to a degree is, is uh muppet treasure island Fucking yeah. love that movie. So funny. So funny. It's Billy so Connolly, Tim Curry. So fantastic. Funny. Absolutely hilarious. The and, Muppets and are still hilarious today, right now. Their writers yeah. are great. Yeah. 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 So yeah, what's uh, your what's your good thing? What's your good thing? I see I told you you would have time. What's yeah, yeah, thing? yeah. Well, well, I've <laughs> <laughs> I've um I was I was struggling to think of one before the show everybody. Um so so I uh I'm I'm going to go a similar route to you ish. Um and the the my nostalgia uh is is a lot of it surrounding The Grinch uh with Jim Carrey. Um as, right. as the as I was the so Grinch. curious what you're like cuz I mean you're younger enough the, and not to say that you don't also or you're not familiar with Chris Carroll, but like yeah. you're, it's just it's slightly different because even Mike doesn't have yeah. the same attachment, and he's like three years younger than me. Yeah, to, uh, and, that I have. The the Muppets were were less of a thing over here in general as well. So so there's also that to contend. I with. see. Um, yeah 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 um, yeah right. But right, but right. I but I definitely remember that being around as a kid. I definitely remember having the VHS and everything. Um, but uh, but I went to see the Grinch in the cinema. I remember that, and it was out around around my birthday at some point. And and my buddy Matt, his his birthday is like a week before mine or something. Um, and I, I remember we went to see it. Um, and uh, and yeah, just instantly blown away. Jim Carrey in in that movie is just so 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 good um you know and 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 like there's a reason it's aged it's 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 aged really well and and you know you, you still get the grinch memes and stuff you yeah. know and, you know um and, you know just just spend an evening with my self-loathing or, or whatever it is you know, well i can't cancel that um you know and uh yeah, I had an instant crush on Cindy Lou Who as well, which um, Taylor Momsen, that has persisted, that, that specific crush. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, weird. Oh, well. Um, and uh, the, the, the fun thing for me, though, is, is being able to then introduce April to the Grinch. Yeah. Um, you know, and I, I was kind of concerned with, um, with that movie that she might find it a little scary because there are, again, moments of, of, of like, oh, this, this, um, this, this feels a little, a little, you know, a little terrifying for a little person, maybe. <laughs> um, but completely, completely fine with it. Um, really loved the dog Max naturally. Um, and and you oh, know yeah, just just yeah, yeah, yeah. thought yeah. it was really funny. But then, like, because she really liked the character of the Grinch, she really wanted to watch the updated animated version with Benedict Cumberbatch um, as the Grinch. Have you seen that one? No, nor okay. I'm very attached to the original like dr seuss animated you're a mean one that like Mystical i'm very yeah, 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 attached really, to that version yeah yeah that, i'm gonna tell like, you my body that, that rejects like, the notion that, was, that it was redone in any way that I, was like 40s or 50s wasn't it that was that that's old i was really 60s but like maybe um, maybe um i um i don't think i'm gonna live in the world where i, I accept a thing but i'm i hope they all got paid and i hope they did a great job <laughs> I understand your instincts, and 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 my instincts were very because this came out a few years ago. Um, my 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 instincts were very much the same. I was like, 
why is anyone touching the Grinch? Why, why? <laughs> like, no one, no one needs to do that. Jim Carrey Wait. did it. And, and <laughs> well, yeah. Like, the, yeah. There, there's a cartoon version and there's Jim Carrey and that's all you need. Why do you need anything else? Um, and, and, uh, but, but she wanted to watch it and I was like, well, it's better than half of the other shit that you could choose. So, okay, right. sure. Um, in general, the character of the Grinch, I will go in on. And, and, uh, yeah, do you know what? Pretty good. Pretty good, actually. I was surprised. It, it, it kind of. For others. <laughs> it, 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 it pays well it pays homage to to both um to both the original animated yeah, one and I'm and sure. jim carrey there yeah. there are there are little characterizations uh, characterizations and little bits and little references i'm like yeah. okay this is you know what this is this is acceptable um and uh and you know it, it puts a slightly different spin on the story as well which is nice kind of updates it very slightly but not in any kind of you know egregious sort of way that changes the meaning of anything um no it's uh it's actually really good it's actually really good and and it's been it's been nice to have to have april be like yeah i wanna i want can we watch the grinch when we get home like yeah absolutely yes of course we can like can we watch the talking grinch I'm like yeah yeah talking <laughs> grinch bit because because she associates um the animated one with the song and she's like i don't want the singing grinch i want the talking grinch <laughs> okay that's funny <laughs> Also adorable. astute, yeah, 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 yeah. Very astute as well. Though, though he did. The, the, there are songs in both of the other Grinches. Anyway, anyway, I, within her logic, I get it. Like, yes, no, ab absolutely, absolutely. Embodying she, the logic that she's bringing to the table. <laughs> yeah, out. yeah. No, she, she's on point. She she is on point. Um, so hey, happy holidays, everybody. Um, hail Santa. Merry um, Bigfoot. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Merry happy, everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, and uh, come in, right. show me better, man. Let's do this episode. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, so we all have my holiday spirit right now. Yeah. Do it. Uh, we have a show to deal with, but first we should thank some new patrons. Though we don't have any new awakening one this week all members of the invisible hand or above that but we have had a slew of people both following our patreon for free just to keep tabs hi all of you um and we have had a bunch of people join us for a dollar as a token of thanks um and you guys don't get a shout out on the show but to you one dollar donators as a collective thank you like we really appreciate you donating to the show and keeping us going um, yeah so yeah that's great thank you everybody appreciated Absolutely. Uh, so if anyone wants to support us and what we do, become an Awakening Wonder, join the Invisible Hand, or donate on an elevated tier, head to patreon.com slash onbrand, and you will have our eternal gratitude. It is this which allows us to be editorially independent and ad-free. Uh, as a patron, you will also get a shout-out on the show and access to our patron-only show, Off-Brand, where we talk about pretty much anything but Russell Brand. Uh, this last week, I did my first solo expedition with a Music is Nice segment, um, going into some of my own music and some tunes I really love that have influenced me. Uh, um, so, hey, go check that out. Um, and please note that while you can easily listen to our audio version anywhere you can find podcasts, you can also watch us on YouTube, or if you're listening to the Spotify app, the video should come up there too. Now, this week, we don't have an interviewee to deal with, um, which, thank the maker, because Matt Taibbi was exhausting in his dullness alone. Yeah. Lord. The man is a snooze fest. We had a couple of dolls in a row there. Uh, yeah, just just unreal, unreal. <sighs> um, 
yeah, instead we get we get a full kind of dose of of Russell on his bullshit proper. Um and and this first clip entering the show tells me something I didn't want to know was happening and something awful about society in general. Hello there, you awakening wonders. Thanks for joining me today for Stay Free with Russell Brand as Rumble explodes. The chat is lighting up. Congratulations to Dan Bongino getting over 3 million subscribers. Fantastic stuff. A lot of us asking, will we do a mashup with Dan Bongino? We certainly will. We are negotiating that even now. We want to, I'll be on Dan's show. Hopefully Dan will be on this show. I've not asked him yet. So, you know, well, I'm trying to send him a text. I'll, I'll text him during this. See if you can get Dan Bongino in the chat. Carl Rhino asks, is Russell Brand even real or is it all a Gareth pipe dream? We'll never know. We'll never know. Um, <laughs> oh, <okay. sighs> Don't text during your show, Russell. Come on, be a professional. Um, yeah, so uh, Dan Bongino is up to 3 million subscribers on Rumble. Wonderful. Uh. Well done, humanity. Um, incidentally, Russell's show airs just after Bongino's finishes, so a lot of people apparently just hop on over to Russell's oh! um, right, right afterwards. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little, there's oh, well, a little thing. Interesting. Huh. It's cute, huh? huh. Um, yeah, I, I was I was anticipating having to look at Bongino at some point because he's ostensibly the biggest thing on Rumble, but I didn't suspect it would be in the form of a proper crossover. Um, that said, I am taking everything Russell says with a pinch of salt, as I'm still waiting on Roger Waters and Elon Musk to make their appearances. So, yeah, and after he wasn't Russell wasn't included in their little Elon, mm, yeah, the little Alex, what pow, yeah. yeah. Or we yeah. all had to hear Vivek P. Yeah. 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 Though, though, I, in fairness, I didn't check what time that was happening because Russell may have been asleep. You're right. Um, because, you know, people were just kind of hopping on, weren't they? Um, so, yeah, yeah, we have I, to I, deal I, with I, that. So, yeah, I don't know why I didn't think about that, but yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't check what, what kind of time that was happening. So, yeah, it, it may have been in the middle of the night. Um, but hey, also fucking. listeners, if you have, if we haven't covered this in quite some time, I guess we haven't talked about it in a long time is Al's in the UK and I'm in the US. <laughs> yeah. In case that's not blatantly obvious. Cause it might not be. Yes. Yes. I'm, I'm, I, we're talking. I mean, I'm, people I'm in, can sound this way anywhere. In the it's world. true. It's true. I, 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 I could absolutely live in the US. I do not. And you could yeah. absolutely live in the UK and you do not. And, yeah. and, and uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that we that put is, ourselves through the fucking ringer to <laughs> to figure this shit out. So yeah, yeah. we do. It's yeah. it's it's because it's because we love you, listeners. Uh, <laughs> and both um, perspectives are useful. But yeah, that's yeah, that absolutely. I didn't it didn't even occur to me. You're absolutely right. Yeah, we should probably probably remind people of that. Um, oh, but, well, maybe um, just with Russell, like I didn't even think about that, and I should have yeah. at the time because we deal with this every week. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yep. um yeah. but but you know yeah for whatever reason he wasn't there and um fuck him he doesn't deserve to be yeah. uh so <laughs> but that's a really good point i mean that's and i don't think yeah, i don't yeah, think anybody else like that point either yeah yeah, I, I I don't know. I don't know. I'll, I'll I don't know if there's a way to look it up. Even I, I have no, no clue. No, um, it's just a Fuck it. Who cares? Who cares? Yeah. Uh, in the next clip, we get into something that is um, part of Russell's stay free legacy that we've not actually covered yet, um, and that is a story which acts as a nice gateway to anti-Semitism. Oh, have Great. you noticed that? 
farmers all over the world seem to be, yeah, Nola Dude says uh, that has noticed that farmers across the world appear to be kind of peeved about something, almost as if whether they're in Sri Lanka or India or Netherlands or the UK or Ireland or Germany or the United States of America, farmers are sensing that there's almost like a kind of globalist movement to take control of agriculture and therefore take control no no leave that there thank you and therefore take control of food that's what's that's what's fundamentally happening you will be aware that the netherlands is the second biggest i think exporter of food in the world and for some reason up until geert wilders who i'm sure i would disagree with on a whole variety of subjects i am assuming at least he will arrest sure this globalist would. tendency to impair and control farmers almost as if if you can control farmers you can control food and if you can control food you can control the people. Is that what's happening? Shoot a 9 to 8. I'm a cannabis farmer. He says, I'm sure you are. I've never doubted you. I don't doubt you. I believe in you and I believe in your freedom. <laughs> okay. Oh my. Uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, Lauren, something that Russell covered a while back and before we got to covering him was farmers protesting in the Netherlands uh, back at the tail end of 2022. Did you have any particular awareness of that or what went on? I did at the time and I cannot remember now, but... Hmm. Uh, more than most people. <laughs> well, we've talked about this at this point. Is I. I, <laughs> my nonfiction, my, my media diet is almost entirely nonfiction and incredibly depressing. So don't mm, be super surprised true. that I'm a little more very, very true. <laughs> interested in that kind of, yeah, I, it's really bugging me that I can't remember. So just, it's okay. It's okay. Yeah. Well, here's the, here's the cliff notes version of what happened. Um, in response to a court ruling that the Netherlands nitrogen emissions violated European union conservation laws. Uh, the Dutch yeah, yeah. government proposed measures to significantly reduce nitrogen emissions. These measures included reducing livestock numbers, changing farming practices, and possibly closing some farms, especially near protected nature areas. Many farmers felt that these policies unfairly targeted them and threatened their livelihoods and the agricultural industry's future. They argued that the agricultural sector was being disproportionately blamed for environmental issues and that the proposed solutions were too drastic and lacked sufficient support for affected farmers. Um, the protests involving thousands of farmers were marked by demonstrations, tractor convoys blocking roads and highways, and in some cases, confrontations with the police. Uh, the farmers used... Um, yeah, they, they use the tractors to blockade roads, distribution centers, and even government buildings, and cause plenty of disruption, uh, which then eventually led to ongoing negotiations between farmers' representatives and the government. Um, there have since been more protests from farmers in the Netherlands, and it's still a fairly delicate situation, to be perfectly honest. Um, Russell then uses all of this happening to traffic in what's known as the Great Replacement Theory. Um, which, for those who don't know, is the idea that the globalists, or some shady group of billionaires who all just happen to be Jewish, uh, have a deliberate plot to replace the native population of a country with immigrants to dilute or erase the native culture and demographic. Uh, attributed motive for this varies from propagandist to propagandist, but the general themes are control and ownership and dominance, right? Um, this theory often targets Western countries and is associated with far right and white nationalist white. ideologies. Yep, there it is. White. Yeah. <laughs> white. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, the, the, the Great Replacement Theory has deep roots and is based on anti-Semitic bullshit like the Protocols of the Elders of Zion, which in turn is based on centuries of anti-Semitism. Um, Russell's specific brand of it, haha, for the moment involves the globalists trying to control food sources and in turn control and eventually replace the populace that way. Um, that's that's the, the current line that he's been spinning since the end of 2022. Um, and yeah, now there are farmers protesting protesting in Germany um, at the moment over something entirely different, but Russell brings back the same anti-Semitic peddling narratives. There's question as to whether he knows what he's saying is steeped in anti-Semitism, and George Mondio asked this very question when being interviewed on the subject of Russell, uh, but once again, I don't think it truly matters. Mm -mm. Uh, whether he knows it's anti-Semitic or not, he's shouting this shit from the rooftops to his audience of millions, and some of those millions are being nudged in the direction of hating the Jews because of what he's saying, and a whole bunch of others uh, are just going, oh yeah, we agree with you, Russell, we've been on this tip a while. Um, so whether he knows or believes it is irrelevant, the harm is exactly the same. Yeah, uh, so, and what mm. you specifically just said is like, the, if there weren't like a, a like a, a a layer underneath or maybe in the chat that Russell is looking at on Rumble right now, like this mm. group of people that are salivating at the notion of more people coming over to their like racist bigot side, yeah. and he's a gateway drug. Yeah, that's a that's actually also a problem. Like you have to consider not just the motives but the harm that's being caused, regardless of what his intention might be and his awareness yeah. might be we're like yeah. we're all adults here it doesn't matter you don't get to make that excuse especially if no, your no. job is talking to like talking into a webcam you know a camera if you self-describe as a people. journalist and you are doing a journalistic show allegedly <sighs> then there's a standard i'm gonna hold you to um yeah. and um i've not seen it be met yet but uh but i'm, I'm gonna keep trying <laughs> um so yeah that's um, harrowing bullshit. Um, Russell gets a little bit more into the story in the next clip, but first he, he does have some problems with how the protest is being done. Now, ostensibly, these, uh, these protests in Germany are about the removal or rescinding of tax breaks for diesel use, which are a fuel that's commonly used in agriculture. They're losing this exemption, and the Germans are gathering at Brandenburg Gate. Their protest looks good, I would say, all of the tractors and agricultural vehicles. It looks good, and still they start, till they start using their horns, because some of them have got, I would say, horns that undermine them. They're I think one of them, has got baby shark as a sort of horn ringtone that undermines the whole protest remember the trucker protests in canada what did they end up calling those people those people that were fighting for freedom i wonder what they will call the farmers over there in berlin let's have a look at that farmer protest right now there's a bunch of tractors one of them has a snowman on the front Personally, I like the Christmas tractor. I like that even at the height of a protest... Nice. Russell, you'd look good in a tractor, says Buddy. Thank you very much. Even at the height of a protest <laughs> where the people's livelihoods are on the line, maybe a fundamental part of the globalist agenda is to control food sources so you can control population, so you can create scarcity, so you can control population. Is that? Do you think that's part of it? Even during that, 
a German farmer's gone, yes, but it is Christmas, so I'm going to put a snowman on the grill. That's Baby Shark. That was Baby Shark. Quite no, it wasn't. <laughs> no, it wasn't. That, that, that last one was. She was coming around the mountain. Oh, that's, that's interesting. That yeah. It could be. I'm my my money is on it being Baby Shark. That that's 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 my money. I've never. Mm, mm, interesting. Interesting. I'm mad to, I'm at to, all of you for uh, making me care. Uh, I may, me, I may need to, I may need to track back. down the uh, track down the original the footage original. just to find out. <laughs> so yeah, the the globalists are going to control food sources to create a scarcity and control the populace. That's Baby Shark, isn't it? That's plainly Baby Shark. Uh <laughs> capitalism, oh. scarcity, capitalism did oh. did that. Capitalism, nah, nah. Subscribe to my locals channel. From eating. Oh That's dear. Jesus I mean, fucking Christ. I mean, I, I can see why he has a problem with the horns. I, I I have a slightly different perspective to Russell on this whole thing, however, and, and that's that while the farmers are probably pissed at losing diesel fuel subsidies, we shouldn't be subsidizing something that's killing the planet. And even the farmers are beeping their song horns and have snowmen on the front of their protest tractors, which suggests to me that, the, yeah, they're pissed off about the situation, but at least have a sense of humor or civility about the issue, do yeah. I agree, you know? Yeah, they're you trying know? to just get attention on their cause and yeah. what i remember from la like the previous you know in the netherlands like the one thing i do mm. remember from that news story was like that it was being misrepresented like what they like to liken it to the trucker convoy in canada is completely yeah no that's base. that's that's not fair yeah i i i would say in general you're right there were definitely elements of oh, right-wingery sure. And and violent altercations with the police. The, these these things, yeah, yeah. There there were issues, but I I wouldn't say it, it, to to describe them in in the same breath is not fair. I, I think that's, uh, that's I think that's true. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's, yeah. it's so easy to misrepresent because especially if like yeah. they're objecting to the way a law is written or what is included mm. in legislation is very different than what the fuck ever the trucker convoy was i mean like it's just a very different yeah yeah and and you know i i think um I, I think the grievances that the that the farmers had in the netherlands were were legitimate is in that the way the thing was written was too aggressive and there wasn't enough of a safety net underneath exactly it. And i think I, right. I think yeah completely valid um but um yeah. But yeah, that's that's definitely not the way Russell takes it. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, anyway, R Russell tries to rein in the, uh, the 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 sense of humor and um, and remind us that uh, we should all be scared. So this is it. So wherever we are in the world, I'm guessing we need to eat food. I'm guessing we want a relationship with the land. I'm guessing we want to be in control of our food sources rather than yielding that to globalist interests that want you to own nothing and be happy, eat bugs and be happy. Everything you do, you will be happy because you will be drinking and eating nothing but Soma, the fictional drug uh, invented by Aldous Huxley in his dystopia that was anodyne, banal, somehow clean and perfect, where the power of the individual and the power of the nation had been subsumed into one global elite power. 
Dynamite Klaus Schwab impression there. He does love to pull that one out every now and then. Um, yeah. It's funny. I went to Kissinger in my head. <laughs> ha! No, no. That's his Schwab. That's his Schwab. He, he likes the, um, you know, you will eat bugs kind of uh, I feel like Kissinger's too accurate. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah. 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 Um, also, uh, Russell, what, what about the tribal people in Brave New World? Like, racist depictions aside, they weren't part of the clean and anodyne system, were they? So even, even in that conception of things, it wasn't the entire world, um, that was made, uh, you know, all clean and perfect and globalist. Um, I, do you know, I, I would love to know if he's actually read the book. I, I would, I would really love it because I, I feel like it's one of those things that he maybe read in high school and has just never picked up since, or like has listened to the audio, half listened to the audio version. Maybe I don't know. I think it, that seems... I think that former. I, uh, that's my money's on. Yeah, that. yeah. I also just yeah. kind of like don't. I mean, who gives a shit? Like I, it's it's completely yeah. like this is all so well, he brings like, it up all the time I'm just okay like, what, i see what? well you see that more than yeah. i do though like yeah i, I do i this do this is the person yeah. i've heard him make a, a direct like reference to soma and but uh, i mean that's also like yeah. so fucking cons like conservatives making like references to animal farm in 1984 and all this other shit like uh. yeah they're just gonna be wrong because they're circuit like they're circulating this narrative for each other and then building on it and reinforcing it and it has nothing to do with the content to do with the actual with literature yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah at all yeah. i don't i yeah. mean like the guilty till proven innocent as far as trying to say a smart thing like come on man it's mm. nope <laughs> i just i like it's also so like the notion that <laughs> that there's control like they're they're making less food for control no access to food is limited and it's it's not like we have to go somewhere else to see this you can you know because of the food waste in your like in your town in your city like capitalism is the driver of food insecurity in the world and all these people that legitimately probably weren't great with their politics and and uh whatever in the mid-century that you know like in the 60s and the 50s like we're making um strides in developing technology for uh food production to feed the world like hmm. feed the world was a thing i got like the tail end of it when i was growing up but like eliminating hunger however they wanted to go about it was i mean a, it's it's it, it, very like on very big... on very on theme with the holiday feed the world right band-aid yeah. yeah exactly like yeah. it's yeah yeah. Uh, 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 yeah, like very much. Like that, that was yeah, like yeah, the yeah. thing, you know? Like yeah. and so is that, I, is that sorry, complete side note. Is that a big song over there? It's a massive song over here every Christmas. It's I mean, Mariah Carey's edged everybody out and I'm kind of fine with it. Oh, well, at this yeah, point. Obviously, but yeah, I mean I I'm super familiar that. with it. Like it's Inter yeah. My favorite yeah, no. import is Slade is the Slade holiday song. That's well, my, Slade, and Slade no one knows about band. that here at all. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? That's one of the best Christmas songs. My friend I mean, Mark, my, my favorite, my favorite is the Pogues um, and Kirsty McCall, Fairy, Fairy Tale of New York. You know, I, I, I think that's, that's just the best Christmas song ever written. And I'd, 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 I'd like to see anyone argue different, but, um, but yeah, Slade, Slade is a fantastic Christmas song. Oh. The outfits when they performed it on TV. Oh, the video, yes. We're yeah, buck yeah, yeah. fucking wild, by the, the, the way. The top of the Pops performances, yeah, oh boy. Yeah, <laughs> those guys. Yeah, we, 
we 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 might have to we might have to put together um an on-brand christmas playlist (laughs) i already have one like i i have like i've got it (laughs) done (laughs) a friend of mine yeah like makes video compilation stuff and that was actually yeah any but like right so capitalism uh, (coughs) feed the world yeah yeah outfits on slade right like that's the thing is is the notion like it's just oh my god food waste is so obvious like the <laughs> the turn from feed the world to give everyone an opportunity to buy food in the world <laughs> yeah, that yeah. that shift is so blatantly apparent to me and like it should be it that much quick. more fucking obvious to russell it, ha- it happened real quick <laughs> And that's, thorough. That's, it's so mm-hmm. thorough. And like, mm-hmm. we want options for food. Like, oh, okay. That, it's when, oh, man. Mm. Uh, like, mm. oh, the reliance. I've not actually, oh. um, yeah, they're, 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 I think we need to save this discussion for when we eventually are going to have to cover Vandana Shiva. Um, because uh, she's on, on Stay Free every now and then. And, and she talks a lot a lot about the food kind of situation and goes into a lot of Bill Gates conspiracy theories and that kind of shit. And it's, it's one of those things where half of what she's saying is definitely based in real reality, you know, the, where like, oh yeah, these big corporations and fucking seeds and whatever else. Yeah. There's stuff there. And then she just takes it that little notch further. But, um, so yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll save some of this food discussion. I was going to say everything it, that just hit me in my brain about uh-huh. the problems with this argument that are, obvious on its face think Mm -hmm. of walk down the street and think about where food goes and why Mm -hmm. and why food gets thrown away instead of eaten by people seriously that like you don't need any like you don't it's not complicated it's not complicated but russell is like being so i think because i don't speaking to his motives there is no excuse at this point in his life, his age, what he's lived through in the world that has happened to everybody, because that's how mm. time works. Mm-hmm. There is no excuse except for being intentionally obtuse. I will not accept the re like I won't accept the like the potential excuse that he doesn't know any better. He does. It's food. He does. Period. Yeah. 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 There's I mean, plenty of know, other he's... subjects I would not be this certain about. This one fucking get out of here absurd yeah 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 and and um instead let's uh let's hate on the jews for a little bit um, uh, even like he, <laughs> oh, went, he talked okay. shit because like he went like he's like oh i saw the poverty whenever i was doing what comic relief or whatever yeah, yeah. you referenced moments where you've seen it and you don't know why these people can't eat and it's not it's it's plain as the nose on your fucking face and your weird Jesus beard guy, like, there's no excuse. Like, there's no excuse except for intentionally obfuscating. Yep. Yep. And subscribe to my locals channel. Um, now we, we have another current event story from Russell with, uh, I'm going to say a good dollop of interpretation thrown in. 
Your man, Joe Biden, who, just to remind you, is still the president of your country, responded to a heckle from a journalist. I'm assuming it's a journalist. And then sort of there was a kind of eerie crash. Did you see the eerie crash that it's ominous? Perhaps as part of this great awakening, because we are awakening, we're starting to sort of sense synchronicity. Do you know what I mean? That when you see sort of Biden and like then you just hear a car crash, it's almost as if the universe is telling you, car crash presidency. Car crash presidency. Car crash presidency. Mr. President, why are you losing to Trump in the polls? <laughs> you're reading the wrong polls. He said you're reading the wrong polls. Yeah. Boom, roasted. It's a crashing sound. Sad, eerie, weak and weary with the disingenuity in the in, within the institutions and the establishment. The universe itself, in the language of coincidence, will tell you a truth that the legacy media will never tell you. These systems are failing. These systems are falling apart. Do yourself a favor and read this little book, The Revolt of the Public, where Martin Gurry analyzes how new technology suggests that decentralization could be a solution, could be what we're all looking for, no matter where we are internationally, no matter where we are culturally. Of course, we we have an investment in individual power and community power and opposing this establishment agenda. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah, he's, uh, <clears throat> he's, he's not brought that book up again uh, in the rest of the show, but it's gone on my reading list, so I'll, I'll get back to you, listeners. Yeah. <clears throat> anyway, all of that because a lady who may or may not have been a journalist, I don't know, shouted a question at Joe Biden, you know, why are you losing to Trump in the polls? Biden responded. You're reading the wrong polls. Also true. Uh, and then a car collision happened nearby. Apparently that is a message from the universe telling us that Biden's presidency is a car crash, according to Russell, and the systems are failing and falling apart and are sad, eerie, weak, and dreary. Looking forward to your inevitable poetry album, Russell. Um, <laughs> that video is of a rainy evening yeah. when car crashes are most likely to happen. And yeah. Joe Biden yeah. is probably one of the most filmed and monitored people on earth. So we're talking about a fucking coincidence here. We're talking about a coincidence. Yeah. Great. Yeah. But that message from the universe, car crash, sad, eerie, weak. Bye. Dreary. Felicia. <laughs> I'm out. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Dumb, so he's, he's, I, I know, I know. I'm, I'm just like, what do you, do you have nothing to say on this subject at all? Right? Just, 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 oh, it crashed because he's a bad president. Uh, okay. But also, like, <laughs> what kind of journalist is going to ask that question? Guess who knows the answer to that question? The people who got polled know why yeah, and, and, he's and, and, losing in what <clears throat> poll? What you talking yeah, about? Ex exactly. And, and, uh, and yeah, the, the, no journalist would ask that question. I mean, come on. Why? Well, why ask him like it, that's it shouldn't be directed at Joe Biden. I mean, that's that's the whole like that's not the answer's there answer. in the poll somewhere, right? Like, like yeah. a journalist would know that and wouldn't have to ask the president. <laughs> and also, I know why. Uh, <laughs> I know why he's taking a nosedive in the polls, and it's because and yeah. genocide Joe is the nickname that is that is causing these results how is russell yeah. like is that going to be addressed or no 
Um, so <laughs> it's not convenient so the, to this particular, like, no, 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 but I, I don't mind t t taking a mild detour for a second. Um, so uh, the, the, the other thing that I was considering for this show today, um, was an interview he did with a chap called Norman Finkelstein, Finkelstein. Yeah. Um, and, um, you, you know who that is? Yeah. Very familiar. Yeah. Right. Okay. And, and, um, semi-controversial figure by all accounts as far as I can find um, however seems to have as, as far as I could tell and again I haven't done a full dive onto all of the things he was saying but seems to have some salient points um, about the way Israel have treated Palestine um, and are currently treating uh, Palestine and the Palestinians um, also I mean, he's does another old guy so like another, okay, another right. old guy old another guy, old and guy I think but that he can agree with people on face value because he's got very specialized expertise like and well yeah, he's he's um yeah he's interesting you know he, the, the son of uh holocaust survivors yep. who is himself jewish but supports palestine and 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 that whole thing and yeah it, it was very interesting um and but uh, and so, uh, uh, the, but the most interesting kind of thing about it, really, um, other than Norman's new book, um, which uh, um, is is uh, Russell having him on at all, um, and and it, it seems to almost kind of mark a kind of shift more in public opinion than anything, really. I think um, it, it's uh, I'm going to have this person on because he's already been on Candace Owens. Um, he's already been on with uh, uh, there was some other right wing shit whose name escapes me that he was on with. Um, and so he's doing the rounds in the right wing media spheres. So Russell has him on as well. And, and the conversation, um, you know, compared to, you know, October time, for instance, is is now much more. Hey, Israel are fucked. Um, well, what's and, kind and, of fucked know. up and crazy is like he he first no one called him, <laughs> and then he started by making like left like lefty rounds, and then mm -hmm. um, yeah. I think that ah oh, man, it's a bummer because like his research and his um his writing, from what I understand and from what I've heard, because like he has a, an incredible amount of insight into the situation itself. He was so involved in studying and understanding the reports from the UN that like, we all sh like, okay, it's, it, I think it's the frustration that keeps happening over this like um, whole, you know, like issue and uh, what's happening in Gaza is because like, Hey, we we made a bunch of laws and rules that we should be following. Uh, hey, um, excuse me. Uh, yeah, we we yeah. agreed that a lot of this stuff is illegal and wrong. So stop. Uh, you should stop. Yeah. and that's it, it, something it, that like keeps coming back over and over. So he's uh, well. The, this the is core the, of this his is like the thing. The, yeah. what, what 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 I found when kind of listening through it and and doing kind of cursory research um was that i found a lot of what he was saying very difficult to argue against um you know of, of just like hey there's a genocide there are war crimes happening why why is it acceptable that that a state's kind of policy is bombing hospitals and that's okay um you know and 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 i'm like well 
not question whether that's the policy, but but um, but oh, yeah, I take your point. Um, you know, as well as, as, as to being. No, I know, I know, I know, I know. It happened as, as to whether it's like yes, we bomb hospitals. You know, there, there, there's a there's a difference between between something happening and it being policy, capital P. Um, but that yeah, language. Maybe I'm being finicky. Um, but um, but yeah, I, I found it very difficult to argue with with most of the things he was saying. Um, on principle, I imagine there are probably a couple of things in there that would require further examination. Um, and yeah, there, there's lots of kind of testimony from soldiers that he's referencing and things like that that would need looking into. Um, but but uh, but in general, yeah, to tentative agree with the guy on that subject. But uh, but anyway, I. We're covering this instead, and and um, yeah, the the most interesting thing I think was the fact that Russell had him on at all because Russell's actual kind of input—he mostly just let Norman talk, which I was kind of grateful for, to be honest. Yeah. Um, uh, because he's slow, but he's quite engaging. Um, and uh, and yeah, R Russell mostly just kind of walked the line in the middle the whole way. <laughs> I was yeah. like, oh, okay. But yeah, in in general, Russell's Russell's whole kind of take was was very very milk toast. Um, and and I think uh, I think again ha having him on was was much more a um, representation of uh, of the way that uh, public feeling is going r rather than anything else. And the yeah. fact that th this guy's been on other people's shows, who's so like, oh, he's doing well. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get back to. Uh, Ah, this bullshit. Um, so, so the 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 last uh, the last clip had a had a fairly hefty dollop of interpretation and got a little bit more of that because, well, we we've seen Russell go to some pretty great lengths to defend and promote Donald Trump, and well, I sincerely hope he did some stretches before making this next leap. Tell me what it makes you feel when you see Trump arrive at a UFC event. With Dana White, who's coming on the show, actually. Dana, I better start saying his name. Dana White. You, if you remember day and night, oh. then you remember it. Dana White. Like, what do you think? We see Dana White and <laughs> Trump and, and Kid Rock arriving at a UFC event. I thought he do you said feel that good? he was going to be what on the show. What do you think is the sort of um, the archetypal subtext of the event? Is it that, like, is it to do with fighting? Obviously, it's explicitly to do with fighting, but what is the connection between the fighting that's taking place in the ring and the fight that Donald Trump is engaged in? Is it, does it make you feel kind of triumphant and victorious? What messaging does it give you? Does it give you the sense that Trump has already won? What do you think would imagine? <laughs> Let me know who you'd most like to see what? enter in that space. What Hillary is happening? Clinton, would you like to see Hillary Clinton in that space? What kind of response would she get? What kind of response <laughs> would Vivek get? What kind of response would Obama get? Do you know, I, I, I would actually be really curious to see the response Obama would get at a UFC event. Because, like, not all UFC fans are inherently right-wing. Like, so and I, a lot I, of I, them are black! Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know I that be... that's a guaranteed response in one direction or the other. I think well, that, that that's, that's what I'm uh... wondering. That's what I'm wondering. Like, Hillary would definitely be booed by oh, pretty much everyone. Oh, she'd be torn apart. Like, I mean, I would boo her. I would boo Hillary, <laughs> and, and I'm not a booer. Um, you know, but just, 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 just 
for the fuck of it, I would boo Hillary. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I'd, I'd be surprised if many people gave a shit about Vivek showing up. I feel like he would like wave and everyone would be like, eh, who's that guy? Um, but Obama, that would definitely be a really interesting litmus test for the UFC audience. <laughs> as to, like, hey, let's never do how it. That's... How about that? Let's just never do it. <laughs> I mean, it'll never happen. It will never happen. Yeah, good. <laughs> not, in a, good. Not, in a, not in a million okay. years. Um, I don't even yeah, know about um, that corner of of the human experience i'm fine without um, it yeah it's interesting and varied um anyway so donald trump shows up to ufc alongside kid rock and dana white and that apparently gives the sense that ah yes he's already won 2024 it's a foregone conclusion because he walked into a place to watch some other people have a fight uh, nothing (laughs) says democracy like a foregone conclusion (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yep and uh dana white is supposedly coming on stay free as well something else okay, that's i was like to. wait a yeah minute. yeah D- dana white is coming on stay free oh. according to russell so oh. bongino and dana white we've we've we're fucking queuing them up now Jeez, um still okay. grain of salt but still <laughs> it was oh, hard dear. to follow what was happening it like I'm, yeah, I'm he is. So he's all over the place Weird. in today's show. He's 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 taken great leaps in every direction. Like, what the fuck is happening? Um, and and the next clip is a fine example of this because right, he's been easing up on the straw man polling on his show. Right, it it, it isn't just me excluding a lot of them in the edit. He's genuinely been, do, been doing it a lot less. Thank the stars. Um, maybe he heard us taking the absolute piss out of him for it. One can only hope. Um, still. He's taken instead to posting polls to Twitter slash X, uh, which he then takes in a weird direction in this next clip. Hey, tell us what's uh, important. We did a poll a little bit earlier. Do you think it's more important that a car crash near Joe Biden, or do you think it's more important that a trillion dollars, nearly a trillion dollars in your taxes is going to the military industrial complex? We asked you that question (laughs) earlier. And it's astonishing to learn. Put that back up for a sec. Thanks, guys. Uh, 97% of you think that it's uh, obviously the latter, the military-industrial complex donation no shit, from Russell. the government. As Julian Assange <laughs> said, the function of government is to take public money and to put it into private hands. There's a trillion of it taken from your hands and put into the hands of the military-industrial complex. How else would you accept that if you didn't feel perpetually under threat, if you didn't feel perpetually disconnected from God, disconnected from one another, disconnected from nature? That's why I have to work so hard to make sure I feel connected to God, feel connected to you. I'm able to overcome my own conditioning, my own conformity, my own limits. We've got to overcome it. (laughs) Okay. Disconnected from God, from nature, from one another. Good Lord, that got weird at the end. I want to solve part of the food waste problem right now by throwing rotten cabbage at him. Like, I don't know. We've got to overcome it. Like, dude, like the, 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 the binary, like the obvious leading, like leading question thing makes me so mad like it just oh it's 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 fa- it's fantastic like w- would you rather eat shit or cake oh look 97 percent of people want cake yeah that should tell I you think something a car hydroplaning <laughs> once is yeah. less important than the <sighs> like the overwhelming nightmare of the military industrial complex yeah okay yeah okay. yes why, yes, why? oh my god why <laughs> ask I, I just love that 3% are clearly fucking contrarians that were just like, yeah, the car crash. Honestly, yeah. I'm surprised it was so low. Like, <laughs> I didn't expect 97% to actually 
Okay. But I mean, he's got him trained. I was going to say that walk. that tells you the state of his audience, Hungry. doesn't it? Uh-huh. Walk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh huh. Push the, the button. buttons like a husky. Uh huh. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just absolute stupidity. Um, so next, he starts talking about the defense spending bill that recently passed, which is what he's talking about here, um, saying how it's crazy that the U.S. military gets so much money. Yep. Yeah. Blah 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 sure blah. Is. Can, uh, Agree on the surface, anything beyond that is a minefield of bullshit with this man. Um, and uh, then he's made aware of something more interesting. Uh, packed into that act is, is this a separate act? This is the same act. Oh my God, this is, what a brilliant bill. Oh There's God. one bill that takes a trillion dollars of your money, gives it to the military industrial complex, and also they just slipped in there and no president can ever, ever leave NATO. Do you remember voting for that? Do you remember that? Why, you know, it's a democracy, right? Or a, that thing that you call it, I don't care. You may be able to vote for stuff and have referenda, right? Uh, well, well, would you, would you leave you know. NATO if you could? If Trump said, we want to leave NATO, or if RFK said, we want to leave NATO, even if that other one that loves wars, uh, what's her name, Nikki Haley, she's not going to say. <laughs> oh, she's not going to say. She, oh, shouldn't have brought her up, really. Uh, yeah. So, so no president can ever, ever leave NATO. They've slipped it in there in the defense spending bill. No. Did you hear about this? Did, no. Yeah. Did you, did you, yeah no, I'm positive no, this no. isn't true the way that Russell is presenting it. <laughs> I'm positive. Well, you got good instincts. Tell me how. Um, yeah. Because <laughs> what it actually says is um, it prevents any president from withdrawing the United States from NATO without approval from the Senate or an act of Congress. Almost like there should be democracy involved in the decision. You know, that thing that Russell is supposed to be an advocate for. Mm. But no, because <laughs> the decision to unilaterally withdraw from NATO spearheaded by Tim Kaine and Marco Rubio, of all fucking people, has been prevented by the provision in this bill, it's an affront to democracy. And you should, listeners, you should see the face that Lauren just made at the mention of Tim Kaine and Marco Rubio. Um, yeah, like they smell um, apart. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, it's an affront to democracy or an affront to that other thing you Americans keep calling it, uh, republic or whatever, but uh -huh. Russell doesn't care about that. <laughs> I'm like, buddy, your your audience, your audience are the ones who keep saying it's a republic. They're, they're the fucking kleptocracy, oligopoly. Mm -hmm. yeah, well, yeah, 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 yeah absolute um, shit show. All of the above. <laughs> yeah, a really great uh, insider trading scheme for a few Americans. <laughs> That's our Congress. Tax haven. Yeah, yeah, definitely that too. Yeah, yeah. There, there, there are a lot of options. Um, but yeah, yeah. I just, I, I love the. I love the shock as he, he learned about that in real time, right? And the person that Russell was asking, you know, oh, is it, is it a different bill? Oh, it's the same one! Was, of course, Gareth Roy, who now stands behind the camera controlling the auto cue and producing the show to a degree. But members of the Locals channel are still taking issue with it. I liked it when Gareth was on screen more, says Colorado Watch. I did. But... Remember, we have to stay very awake and focused because this is a serious movement now. We're under serious attack. Oh, oh. that's why? Oh, that's <laughs> why? That's why. That's why. We're Grr. a serious show under serious attack, so we can't let Gareth in front of the camera again because he's just too much of a comedy icon. Um, <laughs> yeah, they, they really want him back. <laughs> they, every, like, every week, they're just like, where's Gareth? I know. <laughs> 
It's really funny. I wouldn't blame um, Russell if he started really getting his feelings hurt at this point. Legitimately. I think it's, I think it would be to the degree like it's been weeks and weeks and weeks. it's been months. It's like, been months. And they're it's still been months. begging for like not I exactly a sparkling human being. But no. like geez. No, no they, they just want some counterbalance to Russell. And and I don't right. disagree. I don't disagree. Yeah, he has to make more sense when he's talking to Gareth. Gareth yeah. Gareth translates. It's Russell with Gareth, Gareth knows Gareth knows the fucking stories. That's the answer. But the, yeah, Gareth like what, Gareth keeps uh, it all together. Oh, well, he that, knows that what makes he's talking sense. about. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, yeah, I, I want. Russell, I want, it hurt my feelings a little bit. I think. Yeah, yeah, and and Gareth wants to be on on screen as well. He clearly wants to be back. He keep he every almost every show he's fucking yelling stuff at Russell. <laughs> like and, and Russell's like, yeah, what? Oh, <laughs> and it's like, oh my god. Just do just we have a definitive from- reason why like he. I, May- oh, he probably has to take over somebody's job because they shrank serious their serious show, serious attack. Did well, but they they know? shrank their employees. <laughs> yeah, well, so the, he the... probably has to be behind somewhere in order to actually like he can't question, just be in front, right? I question whether he has to be, um, because I don't think they had that before. Um, but then again, they weren't kind of doing live stream proper before either. So yeah, there is a question there. Yeah. Um, but whether they couldn't get someone else to fulfill that role, because they did just kind of have everyone in the control room. Um, but uh, but yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's definitely possible. There's definitely a way that they could pull it off with Gareth back in front of the camera. But um, yeah, I don't think. I mean, I but like think... the public facing thing, like, I know that like that all went, that, that ground to a halt. And Gareth, like... Uh, football is nice. Their podcast together immediately stopped as soon as the documentary came out. Yeah, no, no, has, has it resumed? Nothing. Yeah, and it's no yeah, has it's it been crickets. And, and that is that is interesting because I'm I'm like, well, it's More not like, like you can try and it's not like you can try and kind of uh, erase your your history with Russell Gareth. You know, you've worked with the guy for twenty fucking years. Yeah. <laughs> like you can't you can't uh, and 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 have clearly been been very close friends during that time. So I, I don't understand the game there. It's like you might as well just carry on. And how much is <laughs> are you protecting yourself from either legal implications or PR? By just not being at a table, like and why the fuck I does he need PR? He's not anyone, you know. He's he's, he's nobody. He's still got to have a job. I mean, that's. I mean, who knows? Like, because he's still got to have a job. He doesn't yeah, I know guess, if this uh, Russell guess, train's gonna go to the, I, to the station that he want that he intended to well, buy the ticket for. I guess if Russell goes to prison instead of Bali, then then yeah, that might be a problem for Gareth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, fair point. Fair point. Maybe, yeah, maybe he's trying to protect his career. But then again, if that was the case, quit. Um, <laughs> yeah, that's you should should have quit the moment that that you are aware of anything. But but there we are. I mean, again, he was working with Russell for yeah, 15, 20 years, and you know, there's there's footage of Gareth in fucking radio studios and stuff with Russell, surrounded by women and and that kind of shit from yeah. From, a long and time ago. All he ago. had to do hide a Gareth. little bit, and everything was fine. So that yeah. might be the same thing again, but yeah. it doesn't seem like it's removed enough. Necessary. I don't know. That's weird. <sighs> yeah. And it's, but I, I mean, it's it funny is. To yeah. See it it is. It is. For a little bit. <laughs> It is interesting. I'm I'm curious whether whether Gareth will ever return in front of the camera. But what I do know well, is that they will. Speculating. I don't know how valuable it is. Yeah, for sure. Because there's no way to um, know. But it's interesting no, but to think it, about the reasons that he would. Yeah, yeah, and I, I um, 
I don't, I don't know. I, I, what, what I do know is, yeah, pe- people will keep on asking about it. <laughs> they're going to they're gonna carry on, and, and it's going to continue to amuse me. Um, yeah. So I, I want you to bear in mind, as we go into the next clip, that this is a serious show, right? This is a serious show that's been under serious attack, and they need to stay focused and awakened and serious. Have a look at this. What is causing America to have lost more people in the first nine months of 2023 than in all the foreign wars? And you know your military-industrial complex have dragged you into a lot of unnecessary wars all over the years. Let's have a look at the war that was kept secret, a war against the American public. What's killed so many Americans? And why are the legacy media not investigating it? Here's the news. No, here's the effing news. Stay with us. We've got great stories after this as well. Americans are dying at an extraordinary rate. You could say there are excess deaths. This phenomenon began during the pandemic and isn't as a result of COVID. And yet public health authorities are in no rush to investigate it for some reason. So what (laughs) happened around the time of the pandemic that's not COVID that could be causing excess deaths? And why are the legacy media and public health agencies not investigating it? Let's have a look. I mean, at this point, I'm upset when a serious show doesn't include bird farts. How dare. Uh, you know, ne- ne- next dare. time I'm watching the 9 o'clock news or Panorama or one of the various dispatches specials, if I don't hear bird farts somewhere in the broadcast, I'm going to write a letter of complaint to the producers. How else would you just- know when the news starts? Exactly. Duh. They're not taking things seriously enough. I want bird farts and children's voices swearing and idiots grinning while talking about massive death tolls so I can be clear in the knowledge that it is a serious matter. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's uh, it's not looking great. This story is it just uh, just on a first glance? That was batshit. Um, what he just said mm, was batshit. Mm, I'd love to tell you it gets better. Um, it no, does I not. don't there's, imagine it will. Oh. There, the, the, there's there's uh, there's a war on the people. Um, yeah, he he gets into the, the this COVID story a little bit in the next clip, but he he takes it in a direction that even I wasn't quite expecting. Let's have a look at the the opaque way that legacy media covers this story. There is grim news today about the state of America's health. The average expected lifespan for a person in this country shrank by over seven months last year, according to the CDC. That's a significant decrease, isn't it? If you read rationalist, secular philosophers, even ones from an evolutionary biological perspective like Steven Pinker, they'll say the great achievement of our age is that the average life expectancy has radically increased, i.e. because our news cycle is so rapid and we're focused on the minutiae of apparent decline across the West, say, we're not noticing that, broadly speaking, bloody hell, from medieval times, people are living a lot longer. Well, what then should we make of it if the average life expectancy drops by seven months in a couple of years? That would mean a ubiquitous change has taken place, wouldn't it? I mean, that's across a population. It is across a population. Abortion bans. I wonder. I wonder. No, nope. huh. Long I COVID. wonder what could possibly have happened to an entire population over, say, a three-year period. Um, it's a mystery, I tell you. Also, those bloody secular atheist scientists, people are saying that life expectancy is going up and is a good thing. Well, they're wrong. It's going down. Ha ha! Score one for Russell and the Christians who aren't responsible for the downfall of society. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah, that that one 
that that felt like a stretch. <laughs> um, just like oh, these 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 biologists, they they say it's uh, you know the age of enlightenment. He didn't say you know, biologists. He said philosophers. Well, he said, he, 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 he said that shit. Yeah, yeah, no, to he the did. point of losing all meaning. Who are you talking he, he, about? Philosopher well, biologists? No. Well, I mean, Steve, Stephen Stephen Pinker. Yeah, um, you know, he, he does. He's in, he's in the vein of Dawkins in terms of evolutionary biology, though. I think he, he deals with much more of the psychological side of things. Um, but um, but yeah, that, that that was very much just like an intentional flinging of shit <laughs> at at secularism. Just just well, it's anti-intellectual. Like that's yeah, that, a very yeah. basic conservative yeah. trope. Yeah, 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 uh, yeah. He, he included he, enough descriptors that you yeah. can make a complaint about one of them. It's going to like all of those different words that he used to describe thinking people who look at <laughs> stuff and think about yeah. it. You yeah, can yeah. Every, like he covered so many bases that anyone listening that's got a beef with whatever authority can find something and be like, yeah, fuck those guys. I already don't like them. <laughs> like he just covered yeah. his bases to like to make the Venn diagram a circle. Yeah, no, no, I, I, uh, I completely agree with that. I, I would hesitate. He, he doesn't, he doesn't engage in anti-intellectual, uh, anti-intellectualism in the same way as a lot of propagandists do. But it's, it's definitely there. Yeah, it's, it's definitely more subtle there's, and there's, sophisticated. Yeah, yeah, there's more nuance, but it's definitely yeah. fucking there. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So. We're into the editorial proper now, right? Which is always heavily edited, as we've already experienced. Um, and I think that someone in Russell's team fucked up. Because as far as I can tell, in this next clip, Russell talking was supposed to happen after a different clip of the news anchor talking. See what I mean? Like, I'll, I'll play it and it'll make more sense, right? Life expectancy in the U.S. dropped last year for the second year in a row. That's according to a new report from the CDC. So we looked at that then, like, right, what is it that's contributing to the average life expectancy? Source, yes sir, what it is is there's been a war against Hitler and people have been getting shot. Good, good, that would account for it then, because people are in a war, so we'll just write that down. What's happened in the last couple of years that's a bit like a war, but has to be spoken about in peculiarly opaque terms? That last comparable drop was back in the early 1940s, during the height of World War II. All right, now we want to get to some interesting health news. Huh. Okay, so so Russell's comments about fighting a war against Nazis only makes sense after the second clip, not the first. Whereas if, if you take the, the since the 1940s and the height of the World War II comment from the news anchor, and then you hear Russell say, oh yeah, the reason all these people are dying is we're fighting Hitler. Okay, that makes sense, but what's happening today then? It makes a lot more sense. So basically, someone completely fucked up the edit here, and that whole bit was just it. It took it took me a good five minutes to figure out what the fuck had happened when I first heard that. I was like, "What? Why is he talking about Hitler all of a sudden?" And then, and then, and then he just moved, he glides past it. Moved, the the edit just moves straight on into this fucking thing. And yeah, yeah, it's um That's... great job from the team at Stay Free. <laughs> well, but I mean, so wait. Are we... <clears throat> Mm -hmm. I mean, it could just be bad writing too. Like, oh, we know we're going to get there, so we might as well say it. Like, either way, I don't. I mean, uh, my issue is with what's being said. Like, my issue is with well, his content. Yeah. I kind of. Yeah. I mean, I, I understand. I'm confused by these clips all the time. 
and I they're mean, in order. So. Yes. Yeah, it, it does. It does. It does take him a minute to 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 make what I will call the big reveal. Um, in, yeah. in this one, he's he's definitely he's definitely building something, isn't he? Um, yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely still bullshit what he's saying. Um, but but if if it had been edited in the way that I suggested, it would have made more sense. Anyway, I still think sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna be in the I don't care camp. <laughs> Over here. <laughs> fair, fair. May, may, I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, <laughs> I I'm definitely being bad. Like, it's, I'm, I'm definitely being pedantic, and I do appreciate that. But I, I, I still think that he's struggling staff-wise, and he's, he's still not rolling the end credits after his show anymore. So I still can't find out for sure. But I'm, I think it's still happening. Um, also, what seems like a war but isn't. He's asking riddles of his audience, and I don't think there's any way that can end well. Like based based on the live chats that I've seen, his audience no. does not seem like the brain teaser type of people, you know? <laughs> they like an A or B, and obviously you should yeah. choose B yeah. right now, yeah. or else you aren't part of the group. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which button gives me food? Tell me that one, and then I'll mm -hmm. press that one. Um, yeah, exactly. Uh, instead, riddles. All right. So, so in the, in the next clip, hopefully, hopefully Russell's narrative and where we're getting at starts to become a little bit clearer. But take a look at what these numbers were back in 2019. Uh, 79 years of age was the average U.S. life expectancy. Then it dropped to 77 years of age in 2020, and now 76.1. Uh, largely, the thinking behind that is. COVID has uh, an impact on that. Extraordinary, mm -hmm. really, to try to mitigate and manage those figures. We all know that the average COVID deaths were often over the average age of death generally. There's been a lot of analysis around for <laughs> and with COVID. And increasingly, while muted and managed inquiries take place, for example, in our country, the UK, collectively, people are beginning to understand the nature of that pandemic, what type of mortality and fatality occurred, who was most vulnerable and at risk, and who simply wasn't at risk at all who simply wasn't at risk at all i mean right risk of what right of, of getting covid because that was a universal risk of feeling symptoms of covid again pretty much universal there serious and life-threatening cases were fewer and further between but, but ultimately still happened to yeah. anyone it was a, well, the, it this, was a, a degree roulette. of randomness, exactly. There was a degree of randomness to them once you examine those who weren't already vulnerable. Never mind the number of unknown and undiagnosed medical conditions people had that were then exacerbated by COVID-19, which uh -huh. then killed them, uh -huh. that they were completely oblivious to, and then dead. Um, absolute nonsense. Anyway, so most of the average COVID deaths were above the average age of death generally. Interesting thing to try and cite there. That it's also mm, doesn't yeah. sound like. I mean, the average like you're averaging everyone. Yeah, yeah. So average COVID deaths were. The, were <laughs> but then, like, you're right. averaging everybody, regardless of what age they are, to put in the number to get the result of the life expectancy. So why does the age yeah. of the person who died have anything to do with this? I, I I don't know. So the, most of the COVID deaths are above the average age of death. Generally, it's not true. 
Um, in that about half of the deaths from COVID in the US from 2020 to present day were below the average life expectancy figures. Um, but also, okay, that okay. I doesn't see, I really fucking matter because it's still people having their lives cut short by a virus. Right. Like the people in their 60s who died could have lived another 30 years. We don't know. They were never given the opportunity. And equally, the people who were above the average age of death, those in their late 70s and above, could have lived another decade apiece or more some of them could have lived into their hundreds but were denied the opportunity because of a deadly virus yeah and then this motherfucker comes in with oh well what does that matter it's above the average age of death anyway fuck you russell fuck you that's that's like oh they were above that anyway so it's fine no no i lost family okay. members that were in like were in like senior care yeah because yeah. and it was before i mean th that is abhorrent to me like yes. i'm so yeah. i'm fucking mad that's they're elderly like, so they don't matter fuck you like that's, I that's yeah i mean yeah. or but that's like is that even what he's saying like i don't even understand like what what is the argument being made here like yeah the life expectancy is going to get affected and if if well, he's making he's, the argument mostly... that like if it's the anti-vax argument and the vaccines are killing people then just say that like what, what are you doing what are you doing is covid killing he's... people or is the vaccine killing people do we not even have to decide for this particular segment because it changes all the time well <laughs> we will we will get to it in a second but um but yeah, he's very he's very much attempting to to minimize COVID throughout this entire piece um, and the dangers of it, and and in part of that, he's willing to just be like, oh yeah, you know, the, the, most of the people were older than the average death age anyway, so you know, it's yeah, okay, okay, wonderful. It's a good look. Um, I mean, this combined with him talking about leaving a fucking elderly woman alone in the forest when we were dealing with the cult episode, if you remember that, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Oh, I sure do. Not, this guy does not like old people. Fucking hell. Um, you know, that's, uh, yeah. I mean, it's, it's not that long before you become one, buddy. Hey, Russell, uh, they're not mm. all your dad. You don't have to hate all of them secretly. How about that? How about that? <laughs> yeah. They don't all have sex in beds next to you. No. Um, right. <laughs> Next, uh, we're, we're going to skip ahead a little bit to Russell citing his first source. Um, any, any takes as to where it's going to be from? Any guesses? Akabin J? It's not. It's not Akabin J, actually. No, no. Um, Just but, a little red square one? No, no, no. The uh, um, what is it? Protect the net or whatever it is. Um, yeah, no, no. It's, it's, it's not that one either. But it, it, is, it is a familiar one. Life insurance actuaries ah, are finding that more people are continuing to die what's at what's? alarming rates, even more than before the pandemic, but cannot be accounted for by COVID. Of course, there's an attempt to suggest that this is because of COVID, but plainly, and that was even evident in that legacy media reporting, it isn't COVID, but it's contemporaneous with COVID. So can you remember anything else happening? Just let's come on, let's work on this as a planet together. At the time of COVID, did anything else happen that kind of have a massive deleterious impact on human health? I don't know, we just have to look at clues. Did any major organizations, for example, demand indemnity from legal prosecution? That would be a clue because that would point, mm -hmm. I think. Or if anyone said you can't publish any information for 75 years, these kind of things would all be clues. So it's all just together, like Scooby-Doo and the gang, have a look and see if there's any information this is the second cartoon dog that i'm gonna have to be defensive over but i'm gonna do it russell you keep scooby-doo's name out of your damn mouth he's a saint and i won't have you even tangentially sullying the good name of ruby ruby Roo. um 
yeah, you, you seem to take issue with the indemnity thing. <clears throat> okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm, yeah. I get yeah. mad every day, at least once at a thing that mm -hmm. affects public health in some way and they can be very uh -huh. tangential it can be it can be um you know like a, a a maybe distant corollary but still even like if i were the person that regular people think russell brand is if i were the like goofy mm -hmm. hippie kind of funny russell brand that people mm -hmm. think russell brand is Mm -hmm. I would come from, like, I would say the massive wealth disparity caused by COVID or the vaccine, fucking whatever, you know, pick your poison. That in and of itself negatively impacts life expectancy is the wealth disparity being exacerbated by the COVID pandemic, uh, mm. increase in houselessness, mm. lack of health care, <clears throat> lack of mm -hmm. access to health care, even if you can fucking pay for it, fucking beds are full, whatever. Um, the overall well, impact of of women's <laughs> health in America yeah. due to all these fucking abor like overturning of Roe v. Wade and all the abortion bans are it, the statistics around that are fucking hideous. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Was there a gun sale? That's how kids die the most in America now. Yeah, it it, it does <laughs> occur to me looking looking at uh, looking at life expectancy reductions. I'm like, well, yeah, there's also an increase in in mass shootings of children. So I'm like, well, that's going to increase. You know, if you look at the average, there's a lot of factors. <laughs> there's a lot of yeah. factors that a I have factors. just off the dome right now. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. Well, R Russell's Russell's assertion is that it's not COVID, but it's something that's like COVID or happened around the same time as COVID. Oh, what could it be? Maybe there are breadcrumbs. Maybe there are clues. Maybe people who uh, manufactured something didn't want to get sued for it later. Get to the point! No! I'm gonna dance around it another 15 minutes. This, this was a long fucking editorial as well, actually. <laughs> he spends a long time dancing around this. What, um, do you need, any... what limit do you need to reach that I don't know about? Like, oh fuck me, well, dude, this is taking well, way too long to get to. Oh, the point. We'll, we'll 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 get there. We'll get there, and and. Yeah, so so we, we we have another piece from Wuss Wuss, um, the 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 world socialist, whatever the fuck, um, the dear old misleading cavern of bullshit, um, that is Wuss Wuss. We've covered that already in previous. Episodes. We have, yeah. 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 Uh, did you notice the name of the article that's being cited? Did you no, see that? No, I did at not all? read it. So the article in question is titled "Deaths of Despair and Suicides in the U.S. at Historic Levels." Uh Interesting, right? And seemingly, on the surface, very little to do with COVID. In fact, the author, Benjamin Mateus, does in his other pieces go to great lengths to point out how dangerous COVID-19 is and how the current measures in place in the US are completely insufficient to protect the public. Uh-huh. So... How is Russell using this piece for his own propagandizing purposes? Well, first, let me read to you the next few lines of the article, right? So it starts with... Uh, meanwhile, life insurance actuaries, right, this is the bit that he just read. Meanwhile, life insurance actuaries are finding that more people are continuing to die at alarming rates, even more than before the pandemic, um, that cannot be accounted for by COVID, right? That's in the clip that we just saw. Russell mm -hmm. then goes on to read out the next part. 
for instance, the Society of Actuaries Research Institute found that there was a 34% increase in deaths among working aged people, 35 to 44, in the last quarter of 2022. Hmm, because they're not an at-risk group from COVID, are they? That's not comorbidities, that's not elderly, that's not respiratory conditions, that's working aged people. 34% is sort of unthinkable. If that happened and there wasn't something being concealed, this would be headline news. If this was a story that could be used to say, and therefore everyone better start carrying an ID card, or therefore everyone better remain in their homes. It's because of climate change. We found that because of fossil fuel fumes in the air, 34% of people are dying. Get in your house, give us your car, you will own nothing and be happy. They would be on it. So it's something that's not being investigated. Isn't this extraordinary? Another clue would be, I suppose, if there was a particular industry that paid a lot of money to news media and their advertising. That would be good. Someone should look into that as well. Also, were there any subjects that were heavily censored where true information was censored? These are all breadcrumbs out of this forest of death and lies. My patience has, uh, is the limits are getting fucking barraged right now. I'm under well, siege. This is I stupid. I understand why, Lauren, and it's because we're in a forest of death and lies. Uh, <laughs> so that got heavy real quick. Um so so, so right, but back to what the actual piece says, okay, right? So Quote, for instance, the Society of Actuaries Research Institute found there was a 34% increase in deaths among working-aged uh, people 35 to 44 in the last quarter of 2022. That is an outrageous quote. amount. That is an outrageous <clears throat> amount. 34% increase. 34% increase. Increase. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's poorly worded, though, because it's 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 a 34% increase when compared to pre-pandemic levels. This is all taken from a Society of Actuaries report from the tail end of 2022, which is unsurprisingly difficult to find specific information in among the 70-odd fucking pages. Um, but also, a 34% increase does not mean 34% of the total of working-aged people, 35 to 44, are dying, because that would be absurd. That but that's what that's notice. what russell's saying we would we, yeah we, we would have spotted that yeah that sounded yeah. way too high yeah yeah a, a good chunk of our friends would be dead and we would have spotted this yeah um <laughs> yeah com- completely completely absurd right so it's an increase of 34 percent of whatever the number was before so as an example say it was nine percent pre pre-pandemic it's now 12 point something percent the reality is actually much lower um Jeez, so, so dude. The, 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 that's a yeah. good lesson in how statistics can be completely like numbers can be fucking entirely manipulated. fucking manipulated that's a exactly great example and yeah and th- this this wuss wuss article is part partially guilty of it as is the fucking actuaries report but obviously they're for their purposes they're just like oh we're looking at insurance shit you know we 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 understand that that 34 percent you know is is still a tiny fraction of a fucking fraction um but but it's not it wasn't designed for kind of public dissemination like this um yeah uh so the the, the following i got from um chat gpt right so take it with a hunk of salt but the the numbers are about right um because it's it's 
painfully difficult to actually find the actual fucking figures. Yeah. Um, the mortality rate for the age group 35 to 44 in the US pre-pandemic was uh, 0.195% and has since gone up to 0.233% as of April 2023. Right, So that's about 646,000 deaths gone up to 770,000 deaths across the course of a year. Right, again, big hunk of salt, but those are the actual sort of numbers that we're dealing with here. Much less scary than it sounds. Um, though, I will say the concept of that many people dying in general, just of normal causes, is a bit weird to talk about. It does feel weird. Yeah, but the numbers like, are big enough that, like, I, as my human no, brain, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. really yeah, have time holding on to it. You I know. know. Uh, no, no, that's fair. Yeah. That's fair. Um, but yeah, the comparison so <laughs> of, like, 9% and then a... a, a up 30% is now 12%. It up to 12, that is yeah. a really great illustration of like, I think that was an excellent example of like, oh, this is you. what we're dealing with. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's, it, the, there's just a lot of statistical manipulation going on here. I'm a picture um, person. I'm not, I'm not here to do math. So it's nice no, to no, have no. an example. that's very obvious that I can relate to. Thank you. <laughs> no, I get it. I get it. As, as soon as I heard that figure, I was like, 30, that's, that can't be yeah, right. Like, no, um, <laughs> no, that's a lot. Nope. Nope. nope, nope. <laughs> Nope. Um, so next we have uh, what I would probably say is our smoking gun of this show. Many of them are working age people who are in the prime of their life, not anymore, who are suffering deaths from cardiac and neurological disorders. However, the CDC and public health agencies are at a loss to explain these statistics, nor is there any apparent urgency on their part to get to the bottom of the crisis. Well, we'd have to look to see if the CDC has any financial relationships with any other industries. Just keep putting all these clues together. Hopefully the COVID inquiry in the UK will get to the bottom of this. Or when Anthony Fauci is, for example, being interviewed by the legacy media, he'll help us because, after all, he is science. Okay. Um, now, yeah, Anthony Fauci is science. He's what he's referencing there is there. There was a there was a BBC piece, um, an interview with Anthony Fauci, and Russell covered it, and mostly was just spent the entire interview going, yeah. Um, so, so that, yeah, was he pausing it and drawing a booger on his face for fun? That Almost. Like it, it was. It we were so close to to that. It was. Oh. It was. It was ridiculous. Um, now it's painfully obvious at this point where Russell is going with this editorial but i'm gonna let him have the big reveal seems the least i can do um and in the meantime i'm gonna read the full sentence from the article that he just fucking read and compare it to what he just read out right uh so quote many of them are working aged people who are in the prime of their life who are suffering deaths from cardiac and neurological disorders this is where Russell stopped reading and moved on to the next sentence. The rest of the sentence read, right, cardiac and neurological disorders that could be attributable to long COVID and its complications that include anxiety, depression, and despair. Instead, Russell skips that part and moves on to the next part about the CDC and public health agencies being at a loss to explain the statistics. Russell considers himself a journalist, so I will say, Russell, this is gross misconduct and is obviously and intentionally misleading your audience to minimize the health risks of COVID-19 and instead promote a conspiracy theory that we'll get to in just a second. This is lying by intentional manipulation. If this man had any credibility whatsoever, he'd be ashamed of himself, but evidently he is not. Yeah. I, I want to I want to see where this is going. I'm like I'm I'm so dumb. I'm sick of yeah. like his beating around so, the bush. So, 
Yeah, so, so we've had intentional manipulation and inflation of statistics. Here we've had actually just chopping out parts of sentences to make something fit his narrative, which is not yeah. a fucking good look. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, in the in the next clip, he finally sets up his shot so that he's ready to tee off on the conspiracy. In Australia, excess deaths in 2022 were 12% higher than previous years, with one third of those deaths considered non-COVID related. It has been extensively reported the degree to which deaths and mortality and sickness were statistically managed during that period. Even with that caveat, it appears there are inexplicable or excessive deaths across the world in various continents, in various territories, almost as if there were some secondary agent at the same time. According to our world in data, under the heading of cumulative number of excess deaths in the last 12 months, as of May 21, 2023, the US had over 103,000, Germany had 83,000, France had 17,600, UK had 55,000, Brazil 60,000, Russia 72,000, and Italy 25,650. Numbers, numbers, numbers. All sounds very scary, according to Russell. However, it's because of some other agent that's somehow been spreading among the populace. I wonder what he's referring to. Well, wonder no more, because, and forgive my pun here, he takes his shot in the next clip. If people were just all of a sudden dying because of some novel new agent, there would be footage from across the world of people passing out, collapsing, dying, banging their head, that we would all be able to put together and look at as kind of evidence that something unprecedented and historic had taken place. Yeah, we had that at COVID. Comedian Heather McDonald collapsed over the weekend during a show. Her management saying she oh, suffered a skull no. fracture. And the, and the CDC has confirmed higher than normal cases of heart inflammation in 16 to 24 year olds. Service members later developed myocarditis. You take all of the vaccines since 2010 and you compare 2021, this thing blows through the roof. Experts say more and more younger women are suffering from strokes. Sorry, Airman. I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling very well right now. 80% of the cases have been in young boys. I am in the hospital with heart complications from the COVID-19 vaccine. The 14-year-old's heart stopped. 15-year-old boy died after receiving his first dose. 16-year-old was rushed to the hospital. Loved ones say the 17-year-old's heart stopped. The elite runner was rushed to the hospital after suffering a heart attack. A football player has died just hours after getting his second dose of COVID vaccine. After collapsing on the football field. After collapsing in the middle of the game. Collapsing during the game. Collapsing on the tennis court. Suddenly collapsing. The player collapsed. Collapsed and died. Died after collapsing. He collapsed. He collapsed. He collapsed. It seems that there's a second player who's collapsed. This is unusual. Never seen anything like this. Yeah, Yeah, what's going on? Yeah, what's happening? It is now well established that the mRNA vaccines cause heart inflammation. That's very disturbing to watch. So we have to ensure that we stay away from crack pots and conspiracy theorists. And okay. I think we'd be relatively safe in the hands as we continue to investigate of Dr. Pierre Corey, MD, President and Chief Medical Officer at the Frontline COVID-19 Critical <gasps> Care Alliance. This is mm. what he wrote. We'll I saw all kinds of fucking red flags in that clip. We'll get to him in a second. But yeah, that was a lot. Um, that was a lot. The spike uh, on the fucking graph that he showed and then there was a clip that was clearly some youtube asshole that was vare's data and if we are (laughs) i don't know if you're oh my god dude Um, we're not gonna get into vare's data too much but it does come up in a minute um but but yeah 
Um, I'm sure a lot of us so, are way more familiar now than we were three years ago. By necessity. Completely, like, is, is not useful for drawing any conclusions it's, it's, other than what insane. people are saying to Vares. Jeez. So, from that clip, um, he hasn't said it outright, but has instead maliciously edited together a load of footage to be able to say, it's the vaccines, they're killing us all, without actually having to say it. Um, he just plays the footage instead and then dances around the subject. Oh, I never said that. Well, no, but come on, fuck you. Um, and uh, yeah, we're, we're going to get into the doctor that he's mentioned in just a second because <laughs> there are problems. Um, but now it should be painfully obvious why he excluded the line about long COVID from his reading of the Wuss Wuss article. See, when I watch that edited piece of shit that he just whacked down the golf course with such fucking pride, I now pretty much just think, oh yeah, COVID and long COVID are really fucking dangerous, aren't they? Whereas without that explanation, along with Russell's intentional additions of fucking TikTokers saying it was the vaccine, that's why I'm in, that's why I'm in hospital, um, and newscasters talking about the incredibly rare instances of myocarditis from certain vaccines, we're led to believe, ah, there's been a 34% increase in deaths among 35 to 44 year olds in the US because of the COVID-19 vaccines. That's what he wants everyone to conclude. The reality is, the jury's still somewhat out, but long COVID is absolutely some kind of factor here, and I am pretty confident in making that statement. Um, for instance, I'd be very curious to see a proper comparison of all the fucking numbers, numbers, numbers he read out before um, in the various different countries, you know, before, before versus vaccine uptake uh figures in the various countries right so so just just have a look at the um have a look at the actual the the number of excess deaths versus the vaccine uptake right yeah have have a look at that per yeah per yeah. each country right there there are there are other factors but my personal bet after a cursory google search comparing the figures is there's a fucking obvious reason that the uk and italy have a much lower percentage increase in non-covid excess deaths compared to the us um, when you should again, have more because a higher percentage of your population got vaccinated than we did right if, if this is by, true by by russell's logic yeah by, by russell's, russell's logic more we vaccines were like, uh, means we're... more deaths, and that's not the numbers that he's even showing us right here. Yeah, because we, we came to, like I think it was around a 94% vaccination rate in this country. Um, yeah, yeah. So, so we should all be dead. Uh, we're according, like, according yeah, to, we're like, yeah, or, or very, very unwell. 60 percent unwell. America? Yeah, yeah well, we yeah. shouldn't have higher numbers then. If this no, is the exactly. reason. Exactly, exactly. Oh, um, Doesn't man. make any fucking sense. Um, yeah. Anyway, let's get into the doctor guy that Russell was talking about. So, uh, frontline, so frontline doctors, right? Yeah, mm, yeah. So what, what we're yep. what we're about to look at um, is is something from Doctor Pierre Corey, MD, um, who is an American critical care physician who gained attention during the COVID nineteen pandemic for advocating widespread off label use of certain drugs as treatments <clears> for COVID. <throat> Um, as as president and co-founder of the Frontline COVID-19 Critical Care Alliance. Uh, oh, were those treatments um, available for sale on the website as soon as he started saying that? Funny you say that. He's 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 been on Rogan. He's a longtime advocate of ivermectin and a longtime critic of the COVID nineteen vaccine. He's a longtime so, salesman of ivermectin. I think is maybe so more vocal, so vocal about it that one might think he had some kind of financial interest in doing so. Yeah. Oh, 
And Corey and the FLCCC sell a cocktail of supplements and drugs such as ivermectin and nitazoxanide um, for treatment of other viruses. And they can't say it's for COVID because that would be illegal, but that's absolutely the way it's presented. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, yeah. So yeah. that's great. Yeah. Um, this guy has written an opinion piece for The Hill, along with someone called Mary Beth Pfeiffer, who was, by all accounts, a semi-credible reporter, it seemed, up until the pandemic hit, at which point she went batshit with half the rest of the world, and she's now circulating things about DNA fragments in COVID-19 vaccines. Um, so, so that's who, that's who we're going to be dealing with in just a sec. Um, Feeling I'm good. sorry I'm not surprised by any of this stuff this episode. I hope it's still uh, fun to listen to. I j <laughs> it's a I, lot. It's a lot. <laughs> yeah, like, uh, man, I wish I was surprised. I wish it was shocking. I, I would love that. I wish that that was true. Uh, it would be nice to be surprised about any of this being nonsense. Um, yeah. you know, to 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 just have like, oh, they said a true. They did. A, they said a thing that happened. Um, but no, no, we we've we've had none of that so far. Um, I kind of see though, like all the the collapse. You know, like I mean, <laughs> professional athletes collapsing or whatever. Like, yeah. I do wonder. For people mm. that had to, to, in order to make a living, had to stay in the public eye, like professional athletes, but mm. still were like coming into contact. Like those are people that got COVID a lot. I'm, yeah. I wonder if there's some kind of liability that can be sussed out. I mean, but it won't because people are too fucking like distracted by bullshit to actually care about what's happening. But like, yeah, no, there and, should and be the, a liability the, to some degree if you're pushing people that have to, and also especially if you're not like a top tier athlete, you've got to work a lot and you've got to work really hard to be able to pay and, your bills. And if, if you've got to work your heart really hard, specifically, exactly. it's a lot of fucking cardio. And and so I that's agree a with you. Not necessarily a comorbidity, but it's certainly a concern. A there, there's definitely, there's, yeah, there's definitely extra fucking factors there, aren't there? And um, they were the know, ones you're, that you're, were getting COVID like off the bat. I remember that, like, you know. Yep. in like in yep. the spring of 2020 is like Bef before there was a fucking vaccine to make it all less dangerous for yeah and the nba um, was like was specifically doing a like uses an example of a better job but still having serious issues but where the nfl was like just throw it under the wolves like it yep. that i wonder if there's well, some well, kind that, of like liability that can be of, you know determined well, by like pushing these people to work the the example that you've just used kind of paints it in perfect perspective for me and, and that's that these people are athletes and so are considered expendable um you know if if, yeah, if uh they're, and they're brown sometimes <laughs> that's exactly exactly so who 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 cares if they get several throw them on the pyre like, of entertainment um, yeah, pretty much. Um, you know, I mean, yeah, they'll probably have, you know, severe brain damage and various other things for the rest of their lives, but that's eh, fine. We, we got to watch a game. Um, <laughs> don't ask about their life expectancy at all. Mm -mm. No, no, no. <laughs> Those no, numbers no. are actually terrifying. <laughs> No, no, no. I know. Yeah. I know. Right. I still remember reading about that guy who, um, who played for like one season or whatever and then retired and, 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 uh, bought himself a farm. And I was like, yeah, that's the fucking way to do it. <laughs> that's, that's how you NFL. That is, that is how you get out with, with a semi intact skull. Um, yeah. Good going. Let's not talk um, about his skill or anything though. Yeah, right. Um, anyway, anyway, yeah, we, we've got we've got Dr. Corey and, and, and Mary Beth Pfeiffer. Um, let's hear what these idiots have to say. 
life insurers have been consistently sounding the alarm over these unexpected or excess deaths, which claimed 158,000 more Americans in the first nine months of 2023 than in the same period in 2019. That exceeds America's combined losses from every war since Vietnam. Congress should urgently work with insurance experts to investigate this troubling trend. So in the first nine months of 2023, America's excess deaths accumulate to more than all of the deaths of American soldiers and military personnel in every single war since Vietnam. And we're off to a bad start. Um, so th those numbers are about right. Um, but based on the figures I mentioned earlier, you know, going from 600 and something thousand up to nearly 800,000, you know, that's that's the number of people in just that age group who just up and die every year for various reasons, right? So, mm -hmm. sure, 158,000 people dying sounds terrifying until you realize just how many people die every year. The total deaths in the U.S. for 2021 was 3.46 million people. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, across a nine-month period, 158,000 extra or unexpected deaths is surprising and, yeah, quite concerning. But in the grand scheme of things, it's not fucking world-shattering. Like, statistically, that's not, you know. Also, not a, mm. yes, and they yeah. were warning about this shit from the second that covid was in the news the second yep. that it started is that there yep. will be cascading ramifications for the rest of us after this is even after the initial like lockdown is yep. over yeah they've been saying this the entire time it makes me fucking furious to hear these jokers act like this is some new thing that we weren't prepared for and genuinely the mainstream media does a piss poor job of explaining that too everybody's yeah, at yeah, fault for fair. this type of misunderstanding it's it's i mean obviously the it's an outsized fault for like stochastic terrorists but generally mm. like we are like People have kept their heads in the sand about the ramifications of not just COVID, but also a, like a lack of a social safety net and lack of healthcare and a mm -hmm. wealth disparity and, a, and like housing markets. Preach. These are all have serious implications for everyone's quality of life. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely fucking agree. Um, and, and, uh, I don't know. I, I, I don't understand how, how you can kind of go through, what felt like a world-ending event, you know, it, it for a period there, it felt like the world ended. Um, how you can go through that and think that there aren't going to be after effects, that there aren't going to be ripples of that for the next decades. It's not even just that. You know? The fact that we fixed nothing, we addressed <laughs> <Yeah>. nothing, and we <laughs> learned <laughs> Nothing. That yeah, is the issue. If anything, things got worse. Uh. It's just the event itself, <laughs> and then moving on from that. If yeah. we address some of the problems that were exposed by COVID, or if we made decisions that were positive or in any way like reasonable. Oh, plus fucking climate. Oh, I mean, I can't even. Uh, pardon me. I mm. forgot we're in a conservative talk show area. Heaven yeah. forfend. I even mentioned climate change. But like the fact oh, you that you can't we talk about that. You might want to lock us in our homes. Yeah. It's still happening and people won't even acknowledge that people like yeah. the society like the the powers that be and i mean that in like a literal way just wants mm. everyone to like fucking just put your head in the sand and keep moving forward because of the economy or blah 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 whatever like that is like <laughs> 
ignoring this problem makes it exponentially worse. And that's exactly what they've done. And that's what Russell is proving to me. And also tangentially proving that he's a dipshit. Those are the two things that I'm learning from this segment. <laughs> uh, yeah, both, I, I would say, accurate. Um, so next, uh, Russell. Fucking just fucking <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. If Com- I had completely. telekinesis, y'all would know. Because Russell's house would be on fire right now. This is crazy. <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 village of Piss Hill would uh, <laughs> would would be burned to yeah. cinders. <laughs> um, yeah. So so next, Russell gets into the article properly. Where is the legacy media investigation into a story about a 34% increase in deaths of working age people from 35 to 44? Isn't that a significant story? Where are the resources being deployed? What interest does that suggest they have at heart? Ordinary people? It doesn't look like it, does it? Unlike the pandemic's early phase, these deaths are not primarily among the old. Is it me? Or does the future feel more insecure and uncertain? Wars, oh no. pandemics, it's gold. lies, trickery. My cats keep having kittens. Love them personal. For those who are in the United States, there okay. is so a we've way to secure your hard-earned <laughs> American Hartford Gold make it easy to protect your savings and retirement accounts with physical gold and silver. American Hartford Gold. Yeah, gotcha. Damn if that Who's edit Who's telling you gold? We are. We are, yeah. <laughs> Damn it's automatic, it wasn't, uh, and it's gold leaf. We are that was that, Tell you gold for real. That edit was so fucking harsh, it almost seems like I put it in there just to prank you, but I promise you that's on the actual Stay Free broadcast. Oh, that no, was that. Yeah. Russell that, I mean, pranks that, the shit out of us all the time. With that with was the, that yeah. was just that was insane. Um, I've so, been yeah, trained it, it, to recognize this shirt by now. Yeah. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. Um. But yeah, we're we're all dying, so buy some gold, I guess. That um, is but the the they'd rather you just put some money in an account, of course. Um unlike us at On Brand, who have real gold to sell you. Ha <laughs> <laughs> Um yes, um buy yeah. a magnet, everybody. Link in the description. Uh the very cool magnets. <laughs> um yeah. I they actually I, do something. It's yeah, crazy. They actually, they do something and they have actual gold in them, unlike yeah. American Hartford Gold, who want to sell you the idea of gold. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, that 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 was just absurd. That was such an absurd pivot, I had to leave that in there. Um, oh my god. So, <laughs> I know, I know, and also it's just... It's so shameful, like it's so... Well, yeah, exactly, shameful. it's just... The the incredible fear mongering that he's gone down already, you know, with with the fucking horrible footage of everything. Oh, and then oh, isn't life uncertain? Buy some gold. That'll fucking fix everything. Yeah, well, I'm just I'm so sick to death of any reporting that just uses big scary numbers with no context whatsoever. So the only thing that you can walk away feeling is like a a a, you know an existential dread. Yeah, just like this this kind of generalized helpless fear. Like yeah, not, uh, not hey, we should fight for socialized medicine and we should fight for no. better working conditions. We should fight for better no. mental health structures, no, no. No, more no. community support, any of those things, or to make Be abortions available at fucking every 7-Eleven for a dollar. Any of that. Like, I'm sorry. Mm. I just. Be afraid by gold. That's, that's the message from this broadcast. <sighs> um, yeah, that's great. It's a good show. Uh, <laughs> so next in the, in, in the next clip so you know Armand, uh, Armando Iannucci right? the, the writer and creator of The Thick of It and Veep 
Um, he, he said he wouldn't do any more of the thick of it because the political reality has yeah. reached the point of satirizing itself, it's right? It's impossible to, yeah. Exactly. And honestly, that's what the next clip feels like to me. Vaccines were given to more than 270 million people, among them babies, pregnant women, and workers under employer <sighs> mandates. The therapeutics warp speed emergency use authorization must be part of any post-pandemic analysis in light of more than 1 million reports of possible harm to the vaccine adverse events reporting system and a new Yale yes. University study validating a chronic post-vaccination syndrome. We were right. Just take a breath. <sighs> We were right. Now we're probably right about a bunch of other things as well. So hold it together. <laughs> we did it. We were right. Just take it. We were right. And we're Gestures right to banner that says mission accomplished. <laughs> right. We were probably right about a bunch of other things too. Like honestly. Right between give the, the eyes is what I say. Dude. <laughs> emotional support hammer. <sighs> Give those lines to, like, Jez from Peep Show or Michael Scott from The Office, and they would fit fucking perfectly. <laughs> like, I'm just going to start absurd. barking. I don't have words anymore. I, what, do, <laughs> what else? I already have a weapon. I'm just going to start. Uh, ah, ah, God. Ow. What the God. fuck? What a yeah. smug fuck. God Fucking damn. insane. Okay. Fucking insane. Right. So, so as, 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 yeah, that's where the VAERS system comes in. Um, which also great um, job, like, is spelling out VAERS. I don't know if that's because people that want to put out this kind of information are more, um, are, are hedging their bets against people recognizing VAERS more readily yeah. than the spelled out acronym. Yeah, 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 yeah. The full thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good, good catch. Yeah. Um. So, so past the fear mongering bullshit of uh, oh, they gave this to babies and uh, a gross, <laughs> a gross and intentional misrepresentation of how the verse system works. Uh, Corey and Pfeiffer referenced a Yale study there, um, which I thought was interesting. So to quote from Yale News. In a new study, Yale scientists have identified the immune signature of rare cases of myocarditis among those vaccinated against COVID-19 with mRNA vaccines. These findings, published May 5th in the journal Science Immunology, rule out some of the theorized causes of the heart inflammation and suggest potential ways to further reduce the incidence of a still rare side effect of vaccination, the authors say unquote that is the study that these idiots are talking about and it does exactly nothing to validate any point that they've made in fact i read it and thought huh great news maybe we can get russell to shut the fuck up about myocarditis if this thing has legs like that's but also all the quotes from the previous like the previous like clips for yes and the previous clips from the articles were talking about how much the cdc and or whoever like health professionals are unconcerned and they're not addressing the problem why aren't they worried about this mm. obviously they are you just yeah. read it yeah, yeah, they 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 they're trying to solve the problem. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's yeah. what they're doing, and that is what that thing is. It it does not validate anything that Corey and Pfeiffer have fucking said. You know the 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 idea that oh yeah, and data from VAERS and this this new study that that, that definitely validates what you know, what we're saying. No, it fucking doesn't. It doesn't at all. It goes that's the opposite direction. Right. You garbage people, absolute garbage. All right. <clears throat> yeah. Um, 
So next, we, we, we get a little bit of an idea as to why they are targeting um, 35 to 44-year-olds uh, specifically. Finally, government officials who sanctioned unprecedented censorship of dissent enforcing pandemic measures for immediate pressure must be called to account. Actuaries and industry analysts predict excess deaths will continue among people with life insurance through 2030. Watch out for that date, everyone. And are anticipated to be highest at younger ages. What, the portion of the population that are able to stand up and resist authoritarianism? Huh. Uh, there we go. Um, so Excess deaths will continue through 2030. <laughs> for, only for those with insurance. I, lo I love that bit. For those with insurance. Um, <laughs> as though they're the rest of you are, hinged. Also, the, the, get the that word out immune. your fucking mouth. Socialized healthcare piece of sh No. No. Yeah, I know, right? You've never um, had to try to get healthy after being sick for a minute in your whole life in America, Russell. Fucking stuff it. That, oh, man. Ooh, I'm hot. Yep. <laughs> yeah, the, the hammer is flailing. Um, so excess deaths will continue through 2030. I mean, look, there's some amount of excess deaths every single year. So I imagine they will continue to the end of humanity, at which point excess deaths will finally reach a zero because there will be no one left to die. That's how that works. But also, like, yeah, we haven't fixed any of the problems that are causing <laughs> excess yeah. deaths. And I yeah. gave, I've listed what, 15 at this point? Yeah. Off the top of my yeah. fucking dome? Yeah. 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 At least and 2030. Again, Come again, on. It's, it's, again, the, the figures are much better in the UK because um, vaccination. Y'all aren't concocting uh, new crazy <laughs> strains of COVID by spreading it around every 10 minutes. Yeah, I no, bet. No, 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 we're not. Bet. Though I'm I'm slightly getting concerned about that. I think we might have to ban travel from Americans coming into the UK. At I this would. Point. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I don't, Me I don't want that, that sure over here. Would. Yeah. Mm, mm. Um, but anyway, the the young are being specifically targeted because they're the ones most likely to rise up and fight against their oppressors or something. Um, interestingly, R Russell is considered to have some sway among a younger audience compared to his contemporaries. Like, that is the kind of general wisdom. I would be curious to know how that actually bears I out across his total audience, that though. doesn't totally check out to me. Yeah, because based on the various live chats I've seen in the comments sections, there are some yet. real, there's some boomer shit going on oh. under the surface. That is for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, it gives very QAnon influencer. Like, the, the oh, yeah. language use it not even the content i mean y'all also the content what they say but like yeah. and those people aren't young they're not no no except for like that one austin guy just because he's a fucking rich dipshit like he's the exception like it's not uh -uh. Uh -uh. yeah uh -uh. yeah yeah not checking out none of this is checking out even but like even if i just watched this and did not have you to back it like just the content of what he's saying doesn't fucking add up i hate that no. he's adding to the like to the cognitive dissonance, I mean, I okay, that's the point. Lauren, ugh. <laughs> no, no, you're allowed oh, to. Oh, makes me feel stupid to. to be mad at him for doing the thing that he is designing himself to do. Like okay. you're allowed to uh, to to feel and express those things. That is that is perfectly valid because <sighs> yeah, it's fucking infuriating. Yeah, man. Um, and it's it's infuriating how how obvious it all is as well. Um, you know, but um. But here we are. 
And uh, so next, Russell closes out the editorial, and this is this is the last clip I'm going to play, and he says something that I I kind of agree with on the surface. Looks like a great time for an apocalyptic showdown. Looks like a time okay. to awaken, to question, to bind together in a post, and to be most of all, look, what can I do? What can I do? I'll tell you what we can do. Start thinking about what prejudices and opposition you have to other people that are in the same socioeconomic class as you. Think, I don't care about culture. I don't care about religion. I don't care about race. I don't care about anything now. I just care about opposing this establishment. I just care about taking the head of this beast and moving forward into the utopia that is achievable with decentralization, but unity among the people. Yeah, kind of lost me in the end. Um, so, class solidarity and dismantling the system of oppression. Okay, this is a topic that I'm generally on board with, but wait, so t to him, the system of oppression isn't capitalism, though. Like He never, well, he never brings it up as the problem, and he actively encourages people to engage in capitalism, especially if he can also convince them to subscribe to his locals channel. Oh, okay, puts a lot so of work in obfuscating the culprit of capitalism whenever it re yes, rears his ugly head, which is uh, every episode. That we does do. a lot of work. Yeah, you're right there. Um, so, so to him, it's dismantled the deep state and the globalists, most of which mm, happen to be Jewish. Hmm. Hmm. Um, class solidarity, well, they claim however, that most of which happen to be Jewish. That's not actually. Uh, that's a claim, well, yeah. Uh, not a reality. Uh, um. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but but class solidarity. That's a great message. Uh, until you remember that Russell Brand is among the world's zero point zero one percent of wealthiest people. He's a multimillionaire, raking yeah. in more millions every single year. So who yep. is he keeping class solidarity with? Oh, that's right. Other millionaires like Tucker Carlson or Jordan Peterson or Candace Owens. The same people that Russell advocates for on his show, who the present themselves. It's like that actually executes, you know, their that choices. Actually, does class that solidarity does class, is the most has the most solidarity of any class on the planet. Yep, the that fucking rich people they always know to act yep. in accordance with what you're supposed to do to stay rich. They're the yep. ones that do it. So Tucker and Jordan Peterson and Candace Owens, these are the people that Russell advocates for on his show, who present themselves as Christians and in various forms hate people of color, women, and the LGBTQ plus community, often weaponizing the Bible to spread their hate. But no, we should forget about race, culture, and religion, according to Russell. Instead, we should be decentralized but unified, whatever the fuck that oxymoron is supposed to mean these days. Ugh, yeah. And decrease yeah. the surplus population? Like, really? Like, what the fuck are we doing? This is insane. I yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. I, I, I appreciate you have been exasperated for the entire second half of this show. <laughs> I was hanging and, in there uh, for a while. Like, a couple and, episodes, and I was okay, but hammered back. Yeah, yeah, it is, it is not unjustified. Um... <laughs> Because <laughs> this is some bullshit. Um, yeah, Jesus and and Christ, and and like even even at the end there, where he's saying things I on the surface agree with, the second I take I take even the briefest moment to think about it, I'm like, oh no, 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 to all of what you've just said because of who you are as a human being and what you do. Uh, <laughs> well, there's just like, there's no there's no meat on the bone here. Like you're not. Uh, it's like yes to all of it, but no to you being the one who says it. Um, you know, because you, you, no, you can't. It, it cannot have the same meaning from you. 
Um, well, and I think that we've established because we talked about it earlier in the episode was like the, your um, intentions do matter. And if we can use context clues of like, you still exist, I don't care how gilded your cage is, you still exist in the world. And at least you have to read the news whenever you're trying to say it into a camera. So you should know better. You're yeah. a fucking yeah. Russell, you're a fucking adult. There is no excuse and there's no like plausible deniability. And I'm not going to buy that shit. It's just not true. I've also been, I've known what he said in decades previous. Mm-hmm. And that person would even be miffed at what is happening here. Maybe if he took a look at the bank account, then past Russell wouldn't be so upset and saw that he still wasn't in prison for sexual assault. He'd be like, well, maybe we should stick with the program. But he certainly <laughs> wouldn't be proud of it yeah. saying it yeah. publicly in what, 2013 or whatever. Yeah, there, there probably would be a, a, at least a modicum more shame, I would imagine. I would hope, yeah. anyway. Um, but but yeah, in, in, intention does matter. Up well, up until the point where you're causing harm, and then it kind of doesn't. Um, but but uh, like, as in w- whether you intended to cause harm doesn't matter. Just stop fucking causing harm. But but um, but yep. Uh, yep. But yeah, yep. I, I'm just. Um, yeah, I'm 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 not happy about any of this to be perfectly honest. <laughs> I'm 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 not thrilled uh with with this whole thing. And I I kind of I kind of went into this, you know, after after going through after trudging through Norman Norman and 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 dealing with Israel Palestine and and uh and and Russell just kind of walking walking the tightrope on on that one because he's just so incredibly reluctant to take a side. Um uh, yeah, I, I kind of got into this thinking, ah, oh, this will be a bit more lighthearted compared to that. It'll it'll be, you know, a little bit, um, you know, we can deal with, oh, he's doing some stupid shit with Biden. He's doing, you know, some other stupid bollocks. Oh, yeah, Trump's going to win the election. And then I got to this bit and I was like, ah, come on, man. Yeah. <laughs> I know? mean, say what you will about, like, and I mean, also, like, the as far as the career of Norman Fiegelstein, I think that he's been at this for a very long time. Um, so he says stuff that has evidence and like proof and, and that is, yeah, that, well, that, that, that was, that was one of the surprising things about it was like, I, I almost want to want to show this because it's kind of a demonstration of a sort of interview kind of being done in earnest, which doesn't really happen very often on, on stay yeah. free. Uh, in fact, I think it's probably the first time I've seen it. Maybe. Um, hey, well, no, you know what? That that's unfair to, um, to, um, rain Wilson. I think that was a fairly earnest interview, at least on rain Wilson's part. I, yeah. Um, there yeah. Is. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, but yeah, yeah. Instead we, we have to deal with, um, this uh yeah incredible misrepresentation of covid bullshit and it's just it's just it's gonna keep happening <laughs> it's gonna keep fucking going um because people like russell and dr fucking cory and pfeiffer have money to make out of the situation so it's it's gonna carry on they got mectin to sell <laughs> yeah they do yeah, yeah they have yeah. supplements to sell i wonder if they're selling supplements or just powders i wonder if they're hip to the uh cheapest possible supplement scheme we'll see right Good I question. Mean, Good question. I'm so. Oh, I would love to see. I, the mean, I know they're, they're, they're definitely definitely selling ivermectin, and you know, and Rogan selling his supplements as well. Which is uh, that's great. That's uh, dude. That's a fun. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, this is this is where we're at as a society, you know. Like all all of this taken as a whole, and you got fucking Dan Bongino hitting three million subscribers and all of this. And oh Jesus Christ, I, I just <laughs> this is a lot. <laughs> I mean, he's on the it's, radio. He's on the radio. Like that's yeah. it's fucking no good, dude. I mean, no, you know, no, no, no. And we we will deal with him at some point. Um, I, I, and uh, and also because he seems to be pretty massive, and no one else seems to to actually be covering him really. Um, which I'm a little bit concerned about. Mm. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's no good. No good. No, no, no. I, I I've had a look at his Rumble page. It's it's not it's not great. It doesn't um, take a lot. No, no, doesn't take a lot to see. Man, not thrilled about it. Um, all right, that's uh, that's uh, that's our show, everybody. Um, happy holidays, I guess. (laughs) Um, yeah, uh, I, I guess. I mean, so, I mean, do we do plugs? Because, like, I, yeah, that's, I don't have any, I feel like I said my piece. Yeah, magnets are, um, yeah, we still have some. And if you're in Chicago, uh, (laughs) why I, I've been hiding very well and I'm extremely exhausted. I've been working my tail off in my little Santa elf cave making stuff. So if you're in Chicago, go buy Wolf Bait and B-Girls in Logan Square, uh, made Artisan Collective in Beverly, if you're on the south side. Um, Andersonville Galleria, I have a ton of stuff there and I'm actually taking more. Uh, I guess it would be today, right now. Probably maybe right now while this is being uploaded <laughs> to the internet yeah. i'm i'm brought i brought a ton of stock um and also if you're in st louis well if you're in st charles outside of st louis um i do have a ton of and actually a bunch of stuff that mike and i made together plus of mine that um is at the foundry so those are all places you can get last minute christmas gifts this weekend mm-hmm. yeah yeah and no one needs to know that it was last minute and the handmade and very personal quality still counts and someone will be mad that they bought socks when you got this very cool handmade thing. Absolutely. And if someone you love listens to on brand, then get them a magnet. <laughs> I mean, it's not going to show up for Christmas. But Probably not. But, you know, you can New Year's show them gift. A, you, you can tell them that you bought them gold and they will be excited to wait for that. And then they'll get the magnet that, that has gold on it. Yes. So you can trick <laughs> your loved ones. <laughs> yes. That is true. Yes. Deceive your loved ones, everybody. I mean, it's not deceiving. It's te- it's technically true. Um, but um, it does have, you did buy them gold. Technically true. <laughs> technically true. true. The best great, kind of correct. Great gift buying you know. policies. Yes. <laughs> the old baby <laughs> Yeah, I'm I'm real generous at Christmas. Um <laughs> No, I, I actually really enjoy buying gifts for people. Um all right. Uh if you want to support us in what we do, uh go to patreon.com slash on brand and, and we'd love to we'd love to have you there. Come and say hi. We're putting up as much content as we can. Um and uh yeah, if you want to drop us a line, it's uh, the onbrand pod at gmail.com and uh we'll we'll get back to you. Say hi, say hello. Um, you, yeah, yeah. You can you can also leave us leave us a voice message. Um, yeah, in, uh, I think there's a link somewhere. We haven't had one of those on in a Spotify, while. You can also, you, yeah, on Spotify. And the link I think, is 
everywhere probably yeah i think i think it shows up it. in the, yeah i think it shows up in all places or yeah, yeah just email us a fucking voice note that's perfectly fine uh there's a facebook group um on brand awakening wonders come and say hi there there are some lovely people having a chat it's all good fun um as is the same for reddit if you're a redditor uh, on brand underscore pod right there's a there's a there's a cool little subreddit with um uh, with cool people in it so so come and say hello there yeah. Uh, on socials, we are at the on brand pod in most places, except for Twitter slash X. Um, and yeah, brr, 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 what a dumpster fire that place is these days. But hey, we're still there for the moment. I'm back um, in Muppetville. <laughs> My brain literally was like, it's in the swinging yeah. street, the yeah. choir. It's going up <laughs> the fire. As soon as well, like we, I was like, we're cruising towards the end. My brain was like, no, we're not. We're, we're, we're done. done. We're done. It's Christmas, uh, you dick. It's mm-hmm. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. yeah, nope. yeah. But but we are we are also on Blue Sky, so so you can, oh, you yeah, can yeah, go yeah. there instead. You yes. can go there instead. Um, yes, and uh, personal socials. I'm at Alworth Official, and Lauren is at Made Up by Lauren Um, come and find us somewhere and say hello, please. Um, in in these jolliest of times that are the holidays, because <laughs> uh, such a jolly episode. Um. All right, we uh yeah, we we will hopefully have something out for you um next Thursday. Um Yeah, the holidays crossed. make it really tough. Uh, yeah, yeah, the, the, there are, there are some logistical things yeah. that we're that we're figuring out. Hopefully we'll have something out for you then. If we don't, it'll maybe be a couple of days later. Um but but fingers crossed we'll we'll have something out for you then. And uh, but um but there will be an off brand. That will definitely be there. So um if uh yeah if 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 we if we do fail to put something out on the main feed and you're yearning for something then um yeah, to the Patreon there's loads of content there. Um all right. Yeah. yeah. But but yeah. again, fingers fingers crossed we'll have a thing out. We'll have a thing. All right. Uh, thank you for listening, everybody. I love you very much. And, um, yeah. Gonzo bless us, everyone. Indeed. <laughs> Indeed. Gonzo bless us, everyone. Um, yeah. <laughs> Light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. Light the lamp, not the rat. Bye. All right. L- 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 Lorna's just descended into Muppet quotes. Bye. <laughs>